Kylex Hi! You're listening to Kylex Y, the only podcast about Kylex Y, who is a boy named Kylex Y, and he's Kylex Y. I'm Sam, aka Kylex Y. I'm Kylex Y. Huff, huff, pant, pant. I'm Jordan, the hot new <laughs> podcaster. <laughs> and we've got two very special guests with us from the secret life of two gay American teenagers. It's Aaron and Jesse. Hi. Hello. I'm Aaron, also known as Mumbling Karaoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm Jesse, um, and I really just go by Jesse. I'm pretty, you know, monosyllabic. That's two syllables. I don't know what words mean. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Mononym. Uh, we need yeah. to specify which, because we got a Jesse on the show and a Jesse on the podcast this week. And a so. Jesse in Secret Life. And it, there's oh, a lot there's of Jesse's so many Jesses. I'm there. the only homosexual one in this situation, I'm pretty sure. True. Jesse on this one is very straight for Kyle. She says <laughs> oh. it in the episode. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Nicole, I have to confess, I'm straight for Kyle. I'm straight for <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> Uh, my god, what what an episode what to guest on. What a week to on. have guests on. This is like, okay, so so you're coming from Secret Life Season 2, which is bad. Well, oh. well, compared to the rest of the show, it's better. It's okay. Oh, no. Have fun. <laughs> you're, you're, you're at the top of the waterfall right now, I'll tell you that. Um, oh. But what I'll say is that we've just hit the end of Good Kyle XY. And now we're we're going down the waterfall. And boy, well, friend, it... friend of the show Helga says that we have high highs and low lows ahead. Uh, this is a high high to me. I loved this episode. It was it was trash. It was really funny. This um, episode was so fun for someone who hasn't watched any other episodes of Kyle X Y. I had a great I can't time. imagine. I cannot imagine what this is like for a first time viewer because you can't you can't see Kyle break edge for the second time in his life and say no. <laughs> I you don't know what it. I mean, you maybe you, you can. can. You can. Even if you don't have the context. <laughs> I mean, I was I was saying no. This is season three, episode four, the ominously titled "In the Company of Men." <laughs> this is the dudes rock episode of Kyle XY. <laughs> dudes fucking suck. Written by Daniel Arkin, directed by Guy B. Dudes, dudes suck. must be stopped. Dudes must be jailed. <laughs> Get these dudes out of here. These are three of the worst dudes I've ever seen. <laughs> Swing a chain at these dudes. They deserve it. <laughs> Swing a chain at these dudes, and when it doesn't work, go to your truck to get your gun, because these dudes need to have bullets in them. I, I mean, that's what I'm assuming he was doing. I assume. Yeah, it's gotta be a gun. We're, we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit to the part where a grown man threatened to shoot them to death. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm this not is a show about on the pod, but this seems like this happens a lot, where, like, adults try to shoot Kyle XY. Is that real? I mean, Kyle got shot in the torso, like, two episodes ago, but it was a rubber bullet. Oh, yeah, thank by a goodness. handsome British man. Hello. Oh. Hello. We will see in this very episode. By the international Actually, no, that, he, man of he wasn't holding the gun, he just gave the order, so he's fine. Oh, okay, cool. I can't believe that this, this show is this way now. It really... I can. I can, but, like, I like it. I like it. It's bad. It's bad, well, but I'm having fun. Well, shall we Shall we get into it so everyone can know exactly what we've experienced? I think so. This episode begins uh, with a further glimpse into the uh, into the disintegration of the Traeger family as a, as a functional and cohesive <laughs> family unit, because... We used to love the Traegers, but now we got, like, they're all they're all Ned Flanders now. Like, they're all the fucking Funhouse Mirror versions of themselves. So, 
Kyle is, like, sad in his tub and his feelings over the fact that Amanda got mad at him because he kissed Jesse in front of her electric kiss. Um, and Josh, Josh is just has like, the solution. <laughs> he knows he knows what he's got to do to help his brother. Josh says, Kyle, brother. 2D is the way to go. <laughs> legs, legs, legs. Legs, huff, legs, huff, and pan, pan. Hot new workout gear. <laughs> yes, he shows Kyle his magazine, and it is called Boudoir. And this is not have... his usual brand. He usually goes for Playpen magazine. Yeah, I have I have the text written on the cover here. Special pictorial. Legs, 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 and more legs. Puff, puff, <laughs> pant, pant. Hot new workout gear. Uh, huh. One of the grimmest on, on the cover is busted confessions of a lady cop. Oh, this is a this is a pro police porn <laughs> magazine. <laughs> what your eating habits reveal about your sex life. My favorite is the last one, though. The women of basketball. <laughs> Implying that they just, like, got a whole WNBA team to, like, strip for their magazine. Oh, wow. That's, a, that's, quite, a, that's quite a get, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's really important because the WNBA is doing really great work, and it's good to see them calling attention to the great work that they've been doing these past couple years. Truly. Right. Maybe it, there's it, not even any nudity in it. Maybe it's just an editorial. Yeah, they're all just, like, uh, standing there in their Kyle, basketball gear hooping. Kyle, for read sure. this for the articles. <laughs> huffing, huffing, panting, panting with their legs and legs. <laughs> these are all actually one... This is one description of what's in the magazine. <laughs> <laughs> i arrested an entire basketball team <laughs> and then josh josh talks about the importance of self-love because he's like well if you don't want to ma- if you're still sad about amanda have why don't you read a m- magazine and enjoy someone that loves you the most yourself <laughs> hey hey yeah, this is like a montage of Traegers trying to cheer Kyle up after God, his God, the Traegers suck. And like, Lori, and then like, yeah, Lori tells Kyle to write a song in A minor. Yeah, let music be your escape. The way that Lori talks. I thought that Lori was gonna try to like swindle Kyle into writing a song for her. Ooh. Because Mark broke up with her, and that was kind of his thing. Amanda, you... <laughs> I held your hand, Amanda. uh... I'm I'm confused. We know Kyle can recognize notes just like from hearing them. Does that right. translate to just being able to know chords on a guitar? Yes. We've well, seen him there do was, it. Yes, there was oh. a, a funny comedy scene where Lori was first trying to learn guitar and then Kyle was like, Oh here, let me try and then he starts playing Paco Bell's Canon in D Perfectly. on the guitar. Oh wow. Paco Baco. And yeah. then what did he, he was like, music is simply mathematics. Yeah. <laughs> and then like Stephen Traeger comes in and he's like, cheer up, Kyle. Here, I'll do some of Master Chief's famous animations for you. Did you know that I'm Master Chief? <laughs> and he's like, come on, Kyle. Do you want to do you want to see me do the reload <laughs> here? Kyle, watch. This is how I did when I when I pushed the bomb into space. And Kyle's like, wow, that does make me feel a little better. Steve, Steven's actor was the mocap guy for Master Chief. Steven's. <gasps> I can't believe Kyle's oh, wow. dad is Master Chief. I didn't know there were, like, <laughs> celebrities on ABC Family shows in a regular capacity. This is huge. Usually just Molly Ringwald and yeah, the guy from Yeah, you have to have been in The Breakfast Club to be in an ABC Family show. This well, 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 yes, well, there are well. Some Funny you yeah, say that. Uh-huh. This episode, a lot of it deals with the aftermath of Jesse being abandoned by her DNA source, Sarah, played by Breakfast Club star Ali Sheedy. 
And we love to see that. Ali Sheedy deserves it. Also, they did a great job of casting someone who looks a lot like Ali Sheedy to be Jesse. I know! They really, it's, it's incredible! It's, it's, they it's could terrifying. be mother and daughter, for sure. It's really scary, actually. Same with Kyle and his clone dad, Adam Balin. They yeah. look exactly the same. He just aged up. One of the many ways that this is the greatest show ever made. Oh, I need to oh. talk about my new favorite character, Jesse, Jesse Hollandaise. Uh, <laughs> Jesse's funny now. She is so funny, because she... Nicole walks in. We like Jesse again. Nicole walks in to to Jesse with electric hands, and she's like, I'll make you forget all about Amanda. And then Nicole's like, You won't be able to remember Amanda after this. And then Nicole is like, Whoa, 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 what are you doing? And then Jesse, she's like, Stop that. And then Jesse's like, But I'm all charged up. If they, if, look, if they wanted to remove Jesse or Amanda from Kyle's memory, they have a perfectly good chair that can yeah, do they that have for a, them. They have a cool memory matrix that will help get her out of there. They they deprived us of the Gagu chair in season three, and I'll never forgive them for that. I can't believe that Jesse was going to zap Kyle's brain and make him I forget about I can't believe that Kyle no. would have been okay with that. I think he that was, was just amazing. so sad. I, Jesse's she's cool so as funny hell. Now. She's so good now. She throws Jesse's knives pretty girl boss this season. Zaps, I can't, yeah, I can't like, argue with it. Zaps people like a Star Wars. <laughs> she says, fine, I'll go zap someone else then. And I feel like oh. that's why they don't have her sharing a bedroom with Lori. Because I feel like just in the middle of the night, she'd go over to like... Kill her. Yeah. <laughs> I've been very mad, mad at you. It's just like I said last well, week. It's the it's the riddle of the now. fox and the chicken and the corn. You just need to figure out which ones you can leave alone together for five minutes. Right. <laughs> uh, so Nicole says uh, uh, a line that they're like trying to set up the thing of the episode, but the line the that they use for that is The theme of this episode so is dudes rock is the thing. Because Nicole <laughs> says to Kyle, it, come on, Kyle, stop wallowing. It's time to get up. Or man up, man up whatever the phrase is these days. In this day and age. And then Kyle's Nobody like, says get up anymore. No, they all say, oh, I wake up in the morning, my alarm clock's going up, and I'm like, oh, it's time to man up, I guess. Time to uh, man up and face the day. Uh. Yeah, those are definitely two phrases, and they're definitely two phrases that mean different things. So, like, that's very interesting of Nicole not to know these Folks, don't talk, to me. don't talk to me till I've had my coffee. I haven't manned up yet. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Gotta get masculine for school. Um, this is the most upsetting part of this episode, is that, is that <laughs> Nicole ruins the episode. Nicole ruins the episode and my day, because Kyle gets up and she's like, get out of here, you stink, and you need to shower, tub boy. <laughs> you stink this season, Kyle. <laughs> you suck. And then he gets up and he's like, okay, whatever. But we don't see the phone ringing. Star, 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 it's Thomas Foss calling oh, in. our we, favorite bumbling sicko. Why is he not? Answer the phone, Kyle. Actually, this isn't the worst uh, time that Foss gets ignored this week. What am I saying? (laughs) (laughs) The funniest thing about Kyle's breakup with Amanda is that she works at the rack, which is just so sad for him because there's nowhere else to go (laughs) in Seattle. This is, it's really funny. I know it's just how sets work on TV shows, but on Secret Life, there was Jeff's, the only bar and grill. Mm -hmm. And now we have the rack and it's like, Kyle is so sad about breaking up with Amanda that the only place he can go is... (laughs) Where she works. <laughs> where she works. Uh-huh. And and also, also for the record, where Josh works. And I'm sure that Josh is loving to be at his job on his day oh, off. I forgot about Josh for a second there. Yeah, it's nice to forget about him. But, I was but just thinking about all, Tom Foss. Three of, it's, it's four of, sorry, it's three of the worst boys and one of the best characters. Because it's, it's Jesse, Josh, Declan, and Kyle. Rancid table. Rancid <laughs> vibes. 
And they're all at the rack while Amanda's working, and I'm just imagining working and my ex walks in, and I'm just like, great, this is this is the worst thing that could possibly happen. This is exactly happen. what I needed today. I need to tell JT that I gotta take a hundred bucks and go to the Kauki's concert. I'm working in food service, therefore this is the worst day of my life. And now my ex And is also, here. when I saw anyone and not only, come in- not only is Kyle here, he's here sitting next to Jesse, who Amanda just caught him kissing the other day. But it's okay because because Jesse looks angry at, at Kyle for one, some reason, so I'm sure Amanda loves it. <laughs> I mean, to put this in Secret Life terms, the rack is sort of the Amy's driveway. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, where, no! Where, <laughs> where, where she now has to watch. No! Jeez. Speaking of coming no. into work on your day off, jeez. No! <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me think about it. I hated that. <laughs> so, Kyle and his horrible friends are all talking about how to, like, get his mind off of Amanda, um, mm-hmm. while Amanda's, like, three to five feet away from them, and she's filling up their coffee mugs and having to talk to them, and they don't tip or anything, and, and then Jesse, uh, says that, uh, here's a tip, oh, this let is me explain. This is fucked up. Uh, what happened? Th- I don't remember. Oh, because uh, because they're like, why are we here? This is where Amanda's, and Kyle's like, it sucks. It's the only place in town in Seattle. And then he's <laughs> like, but it's. I thought that she wasn't working on Fridays because I memorized her schedule. And then Jesse's like, that's really codependent of you. Well, I mean, in Kyle's case, it just comes naturally. Yeah, and that's when Hillary's like, relationship code eleven. Codependent. Okay, I want to ask you too because. This is this is your first time seeing Hillary. What mm. what did you think of Hillary? Well, she was in the episode so briefly. Yeah. Oh, she was. That's so she true. She was barely Fucking in it. Hell. Yeah. I was I was so character. excited for you to get to see Hillary because she's so funny to me now. Yeah, she used to not be funny, but we have such little to work with anymore that Hillary has become one of our favorite characters. <laughs> oh, is this her only scene in the episode? Yes. Yeah, but I she think does, this is the only time we see she does her. Call, she does call Amanda like, oh, my little pumpkin. Oh, my silly little, my silly little sweat cinnamon roll. What does she say? Like, if you keep clenching your jaw at Kyle, you're going to get TMJ and yeah. have to eat green spinach for the rest of your life. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> She's funny now. Yeah, yeah, she, she was... called them Kaimanda, which sounded like a Greek she monster loves, for sure. She loves to, yeah, she loves to call all the characters by their ship names, but she Beautiful. always calls them by the one, wrong ones, like Kailanda's yeah. Kaimanda, which is a Pokemon, and and uh, <laughs> and then she calls him like Kessie, but she did say Lecklin, which was funny. No, Kessie is the fandom ship name of Kyle and Jesse, which I it's atrocious that that even is a thing. <laughs> Damn, Nikki, uh-huh. that Kessie. I think Excuse it's... me? Remember that meme? It was an old one. What? <laughs> Do you not remember that one? Okay. I don't know what you're saying to me. I'm so sorry. Um, Kyle Bef- and... What oh. is this thing where Kyle and Declan and Josh are just all complaining about their horrible girlfriends that they hate? Yeah! Oh, they're just guys being dudes. They're just guys being dudes. They're just like, my, my wife, my old lady. <laughs> The old ball and chain, except the only one that isn't single is Josh, which is really funny. Also, Declan calls Josh Traeger again? He needs to stop doing that! That's what he called his fucking ex! Yep. Well, there oh. must always be a Traeger. I don't know why it's not Kyle, though. Yeah, why is he calling- well, because he's XY. 
Oh. We learned that. We learned that this week. That's canon now. But we know. So he that loves is Kyle. his legal last name. I guess so. <laughs> I don't know where I love it came that. from. It's never been said before on the show. It's never been said. We'll talk about that when we get to <laughs> it. Yeah, it's got a we lot. Need to, got a lot. <laughs> for now, we need to talk about, uh, fellas. Is it gay to make eye contact with your brother? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I gotta say, if you ever asked me to make eye contact with you for an extended period of time, I'd be very uncomfortable. I don't like to. No, look I mean at we anyone. recorded two episodes in person, and it was. The oh worst my god, it was awful. Life, but that's our own issue. <laughs> is it? But they're adopted brothers. They've only known each other for like two years. Is it? Is it gay to look at them? There's no way. It's well, I've never years. seen my brother actually. Mm. Like. I know that's gay, um, so I just kind of keep my head to the ground. I don't know what his face looks like. It's very confusing. <laughs> well, how do you know you haven't made eye contact with him then? If you don't know what he oh, looks that's like. The... What happens? If... Well, it's really hard. On the street, like when we're walking, you know, past each other, I have no idea. I've got to kind of be on a constant swivel. You have you to, to always look down your... because because anyone you might pass might over. be your brother. Yeah. Yeah, my brother could be anywhere. It's truly I live in fear. <laughs> the only time is the, that, thing. the only time you're not looking down is if you're ever at a swimming pool. That would be really dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Declan literally tells Kyle, because, oh, like, Amanda looks over at Kyle, and Kyle's like, uh-oh, where do I look? And Josh says, just look at me. And Declan's like, yeah, like, that's not weird. <laughs> Looking at John, I mean, I would be weirded out if I had to look at Jean-Luc Bilodeau from from this hit TV show, Baby Daddy. Oh my Thousands god. Thousands of be- Americans across <laughs> America look at Josh once a week. I would just be I would just be laughing because I was thinking of all those funny moments. I very sad thing to admit is that I indeed watched Baby Daddy. And was it really? Really? How much? I've never heard of anyone watching this show. And so I saw Josh and I was like, oh. Oh, it's the yep. baby daddy guy. It is the baby daddy. Yep. How how is. much of it did you watch? Um Probably more than I care to admit, um, but mm. probably the first two seasons. I was wow. I was a big ABC family. Like Pretty Little Liars had me by the throat, and I just mm-hmm. watched everything else. Yeah, just chasing, chasing. You're like, well, if I if I can't watch Secret Life, maybe one of these shows will be <laughs> like it. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and you and you really fucked up because I think probably every show on ABC Family was just miles better, even if it wasn't good. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm trying to think of a show that I've seen that's as bad as Secret Life. Can't. Who wants to be a superhero? I guess. <laughs> no, I mean, by the time we finished that, I genuinely would have rather been watching Secret Life. <laughs> I mean, honestly, the last three seasons of Glee are on par with secret life i think really i i remember i don't remember who the youtuber was youtube recommended me a video once that was like comparing i think it was comparing the first episode or the maybe it was just like early season one of secret life with early season one of glee and they were like (laughs) look at how glee like does things with camera angles uh Anyway, the only reason I bring this up is because uh, that video uh, had a huge revelation for me, which is that Secret Life is such a well-thought-out show that there's no scene in the show of Ricky finding out he's going to be a dad. It's really funny. He never oh my never God. seen a baby telling him that, that she's pregnant. He it just happens knows. off-screen, and then he goes to his therapist, and he's like, well, I got a girlfriend. <laughs> 
Wow. That's what's so good about Secret Life is it's this this layered uh experience where like years later you will be finding I still I still think of, I still realize things about that show that I never thought about before. <laughs> well, Secret Life is Ocean's 12 and that all the action happens off screen mm-hmm. and people tell you about it later. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, it's Brenda, like no idea. It's Brenda, like when when they de- like Amy deciding to keep the baby or like uh Leon and Donovan saying they weren't going to adopt, that was something that happened off screen. Mm. Yeah. I mean, that was the thing with Secret Life though was by the time we got to like season 4, I remember on our podcast you and I would literally be like Oh my god, they put the camera in the locker for this scene. That's amazing. <laughs> it really lowers your standards so much. Aww. So Kyle, so uh so there's a part where uh let's see. They they're all sitting at the table. Um Kyle looks at his brother for the first time in his life and he goes, "Wow, my brother is so handsome. He's the baby daddy." Um Jesse Jesse looks at Amanda and then Amanda like she breaks the blender again because she's so angry, and then and then Jesse walks away, and and oh uh, yeah, Kyle's like, Kyle's oh Jesse, like, you, you and I probably shouldn't be me. sitting together, and Jesse's like, okay, bye then. <laughs> um, now we get a scene where Lori hates her dad, even though her dad's like the the hottest dad in the whole world. Um, he's making ceviche and he's gonna kill you, and he's just like. <laughs> And and this is a weird thing because she says, "Can I borrow your car?" And I guess Lori has just never had a car, and it's just never. I think come they up. forgot that Lori has a car. She I has don't know. to have a car because she was stalking Declan in the first season. In oh her yeah, car. we've seen her car many we've times. <laughs> I guess that Tom Foss took it. <laughs> Maybe Josh took it apart to fix his. car. <laughs> Josh's car is the worst investment that anyone has ever had. Steven says that um, Josh's car, like his radiator, is broken. And Lori's like, that's so weird, because my radiator just went missing out of my car. Because <laughs> <laughs> because Stephen is, he hates his daughter now, because um, his daughter is, is in love with uh, baby John Oliver. Um, and, and he's just like, you will not see baby John, you will not see Mark. He's, he's in Latinoc, he makes mashups for a living, and that's just not a good career. Um, <laughs> he will not be able to support you on a mashupper's He's salary. the world's greatest programmer, but for some reason he's working for me. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so they yell at each other, that's that scene. I really like that, that... Kyle and Josh have to share a room because Nicole will not put Jesse into a bedroom until it is fully decorated I and furnished. I was very confused about this because what? I thought that, that Jesse living here was like a temporary no, thing. No, she li- they adopted her. I guess they adopted her because Nicole is looking at paint swatches. Mm-hmm. Like Jesse's mm. gonna like Jesse moved in from Brian. I'm going to kill my daughter Taylor. Does does Nicole really think that it's really important that Jesse has a well painted? room the room looks fine just put a fucking tub in there and call it a day she's just gonna be throwing (laughs) knives at the wall anyway she needs a knife dartboard and uh she needs an avril lavigne poster on the wall and she'll be happy why is um kyle's tub out of the garage because jesse's in the garage because they 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 moved kyle's tub into josh's room so that the garage can be a temporary room for jesse until they convert Nicole's office into a permanent room for Jesse. I just can't understand why uh-huh. the decorating and converting is a, that high a priority that Josh needs to uh-huh. room with his horrible brother. <laughs> Josh? Uh-huh. 
that yes i stand by what i just said oh no (laughs) that's how strongly i feel about it i mean i think josh is the worst roommate of the two Considering that literally last episode he's he watching was porn and watching living pornography room. in the, <laughs> the living sound room. on, talking to it in while his living dad room? was yes. in the living room. In the living room. And then he got mad when oh. Jesse when Jesse when Steven caught him and then he mentioned that or Jesse mentioned that she like helped him set it up. He's the oh, worst yeah. boy huh. I've ever seen. Yeah, if if you're not uh following the story, uh uh Josh's girlfriend Andy is currently out of town. Josh's girlfriend, Andy, okay. who, of course, Kyle cured her cancer with a hug. With she's a hug. out of town, yeah. so Josh is watching pornography in the living room, as you do. This is what you do. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm sure she'll like that sure. when... I'm sure she'll like that if she ever finds out. Oh, in the living room? Kyle is a, Kyle is a clone and has no belly button, and Josh is the weirdest boy in the house. Oh, truly. Um, <laughs> so, Jesse walks in, and she's... she's uh, Nicole's like, Jesse, I know you're really probably tired of sleeping in the garage, but... Uh, I'm just not letting you move into this room until it's just the right colors. So which one, which one is, uh, which one color do you like? And she's just like, uh, I don't care. Hey, can I tell you something about, uh, how I have a crush on my new brother? And then before she can say that, <laughs> Stephen walks in and he's like, Nicole, I'm so mad about our daughter. <laughs> I gotta tell you, this he, fucking- It's not Steven's fault. He doesn't know. No, he doesn't know no. what she's saying, but Nicole gets mad at her husband for the rest of the episode because of it. He didn't know that Jesse was about to confess her romantic feelings for her new brother. <laughs> Damn. Damn, what if you if had you a crush- you can't read that vibe walking into a room you shouldn't enter, that's what my if- thing. <laughs> hmm, I Anyone think confessing their feelings for their new brother in here? No? <laughs> I think someone's okay, talking anyway. about pseudo-incest in here, and then fucking Ruben comes in and he's like, Yeah, I know the feeling, Steven, and they high-five. <laughs> what did Ruben have God. to do with that? Oh, Max. Max. Yeah, Max. Because- oh, <laughs> yeah, incest for sure. Really oh, hot. God. Um, we're back. It can't in- be ABC Family if there's no incest or close Weird, to it. Not no, even a, a new kind of family. Yeah. Come <laughs> on! <laughs> oh, it all comes together. <laughs> we're back at the rat. Kyle is like, I should tell Amanda everything, and then Declan says, No, not yet. That would make sense, but not while she's at work. And then he says, Like, you've ruined your relationship with her forever. Don't try to salvage it. Until I tell you two later and that I tell you it'll work. Yeah, um, I don't know why Kyle in this moment is like, okay, I'm going to tell her the whole story. And Declan's like, no, no not until the end of the episode. Yeah, not until the end of the episode when someone has something much more important to tell We you. have We have so much funny work to do first. <laughs> uh, and then Declan's like, all right, I'm going to take you to the worst, most illegal spot in town. I mean, this is the most illegal place in Seattle. And this is the show where... An entire hotel rented itself out for <laughs> as a teen drinking and sex orgy. party. Yeah, <laughs> this is the worst. If this isn't a business co-run by pr- Vice Mike's... Principal Hooper oh, and also like Mike, Mike Pence, Subi. Michael Subi and Hooper run both the Seattle Sheraton and Wild Coyotes Bar for Teenagers. <laughs> we we cannot. <laughs> I, we cannot keep saying these things about real man Mike Subi. <laughs> I'm talking about the character. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, Sam, can I tell you, uh, Abraham Lincoln is not a vampire hunter in real life. That's just a story. So if I say that Michael Subi yeah, isn't a- fucking think. Michael Subi isn't a pedophile in real life. He's just a pedophile on Kyle XY. I, that's just how it works. Like, I can't be sued for that. 
You oh. probably can't. I mean, I guess you can't. It is their show. They, they did their, say they it. They did say it. That's what I'm telling you. That's just you. wild to be like, for a tribute to our sound guy, we're going to make him um, just, shove his warty fingers down a teenager. I know. <laughs> Why did they like, do that? Really? Dude. Like, that's how you want to honor this guy who's giving his life to you. (laughs) That's how you want to honor Michael Subi, who died in the September 11th attack? (laughs) That's the... What? That's the... What? That's the weird thing, though. It's like, shows do this. Like, I don't know if you've seen in the the Secret Life credits, there's someone whose last name is Pappas. Both of these shows actually had a person named Elizabeth I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, actually, I think that, I think that Michael Subi shoving his warty hand down Lori Traeger's pants is a more kind and honorable homage than naming a character after naming Ben Boykovich after you. Oh. <laughs> what about Joe, Joe be... Hampton? Yeah. Joe Hampton! Oh yeah, Joe Hampton. I forgot Joe about Hampton that. is Brenda's Jesus son, Christ. I believe. Brenda and Marshall Bowman's son. Uh, oh, it all tracks. Oh, wow. hey, here's a, hey, who's ready for one of Lori Traeger's famous nuggets of wisdom? Uh, I, I do am. like, Jesse walks in and she's like, hi, how's magazine uh, <laughs> i really enjoy reading magazine, magazine. and then laurie's like er, oh yeah because she says is the magazine good and then laurie says <laughs> if by good you mean oh, hey, trashy and trivial and completely devoid of journalistic value then yes and another nugget of wisdom like the, falls off I like the, the tree idea of reading like a fashion magazine and be like this isn't journalism there's no artistic value in this piece of this rag no Pulitzer for thee. She's reading the New York Post, and she's like, this seems like it's trashy as fuck. <laughs> this isn't a journalistic source. <laughs> I can't put this on my essay. Uh, and then she's Jesse's reading, just like, um, I'm talking to the wrong person right now. <laughs> she's reading um, Ma- Madison from Secret Life, her uh, contributions to the newspaper. Oh, no. Oh my she's, God. Reading a- she's reading Ashley's diary. She's reading. Oh, oh yeah. How have you been enjoying the diary? Um, pretty good. I am annotating it because that's all I know how to do now. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> and so when Jesse gets it past, which means I get extra knowledge. Well, once you have I to get write it. around Ashley's own annotations. <laughs> the Secret Diary of Ashley Jurgens is an enlightened manuscript, and I believe that book does cost about. That's tens of thousands of dollars right there. I think I paid 99 cents for it. <laughs> I still have mine on the bookshelf, and I will never take it off. It's Literally the displayed. only thing I remember about it is that she talks about the Twilight Zone like 50 times. She yeah. says Baby Gate at some point, and you get more details on her grocery store boyfriend who gave her some condoms. Oh. Oh! So, uh, so then... Uh, Jesse's like, well, I don't want to talk to you anymore. You're the worst character on the show besides Kyle and Declan and Josh. Uh, and then and then Lori's like, no, sorry, 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 sorry. It's not you. It's Steven. He's got shoulders the size of a highway, and he's going to die before I will. And also, uh, also like, there's this thing with Mark. And, and uh, God, I just wish I had any place to go besides here. And then a big light bulb, uh, but it's not lit. It's not turned on yet, appears over Jesse's head. And then Jesse uses her remarkable energy powers to turn it on. Thank you very much. Crap. And I love this because we were talking just the other day about our uh, about fuckers folly when characters do things for absolutely no reason, and Jesse's yeah, like liter- literally just because it's in the script and there is no stated like, reason. for My them favorite to do it thing in the about show. this is is that not only do they have no reason to go to uh, Brian Taylor's old apartment, 
but um, which is where they're going to go. But also they have no means to get to Brian Taylor's old apartment, and yet... They don't need it. It's parkour time. <laughs> but can Lori do parkour as well? She learned it from watching Kyle. Jesse's like, get on my back, climb on spider monkey. <laughs> parkour piggyback. I like to imagine that Kyle and Jesse just have the Twilight vampire powers, and they should play baseball. God, they should play club baseball. I would watch the hell out of God, that God, I would watch that. I mean, the basketball episode was one of the best episodes. Kyle did a big dunk. He did <gasps> Booyah, That's the Kizzle Dizzle. He grabbed his shoe. Josh <laughs> grabbed his shoe in the air. Josh was still really popular for some reason. And we started the most important long-running storyline of the show, Declan's <laughs> Ankle. <laughs> it's so important. It's still getting brought up. Okay, so we're at the most illegal building in the entire United States. This is a bar. It's a bar. It's a bar that doesn't card, but it's not like it's just a bar that doesn't card. It's a bar that's famous for not carding. I don't think that can exist. No. Yeah, that's like a bar that gets shut down immediately. <laughs> it's a bar sure. so famous for not carding that the only way that this works is that it's being operated by the Seattle Police Department. Also, <laughs> I gotta say, if this is a bar, like, putting aside the question of, like, how the fuck is this place <laughs> able to exist when it's famously incredibly illegal... If there, I, I don't drink, I've never been to a bar, but I imagine that if, say, say that I was, was like, I'm going to become an alcoholic, (laughs) I'm going to get into beer, let, let me pick a bar, ooh, let me, oh, let me check this place out, the Wild Coyote. And you go in and it's full of children. And it's, it is a bar entirely full of 15 and 16 year olds. Infested, infested with tots. Hmm. It is tots to the fucking ceiling in this place. I don't think that this is the environment that I'm looking for. Well, that's what I'm saying, is that you don't need the adult crowd. This is a bar by teenagers for teenagers, but it's actually run by Michael Subian and and Tom Hooper. (laughs) (laughs) And Foss. Foss also co-hunts this place. When I was in in college, I didn't graduate college until... Well, I turned 21 after I graduated college, so I was never of legal drinking age in college. And me and my friends would drive 40 minutes away to this bar that didn't card. And would you believe that it was in the back of a bowling alley? <laughs> and was it, <laughs> was it, was it tots from floor to ceiling? Yeah. <laughs> well, I just, I feel like if, if there's a bar that attracts teenagers, that I think would that, also that would be attract- a complete turnoff for adults. <laughs> Yeah, for but sure. It, there is not hey, a single person of age there. Hey, te- or there shouldn't be. Teens, for sure. and, teens and adults spend the same money, Sam. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to tell though because all of the people cast for this show are in their thirties. They just. It's just mm. like, and it's good that Josh is the designated driver because he's the only one. Like, if Josh purchased an, a beer at this at this bar, the police would be all over this fucking place. <laughs> Get the little boy. Get the little boy. Yeah, you can't purchase a beer while wearing a graphic tee. That is exactly called, like, sure. emo equals sad? What is it? Too no, sad it's like, cheer, emo, up, cheer emo up emo kid. Emo kid. Oh my god, I <laughs> like, hate it. F- forget not carding. That's, that's like, okay, I don't card. Like, oh, I don't know how old you are. That's like if a literal newborn crawled in and was like, yes. I got my daddy's wallet. Like Can a, I have a beer? <laughs> like, like, a well, fucking, like a kitten. I'm not going to card this infant. <laughs> a mother cat carries a kitten in by the scruff of his, his neck. <laughs> and drops him at the bar and the bartender's like well yep, you have you fun can, you have fun here you go <laughs> hello i just want you to know that my wooster is so big 
if a person in a graphic tee that says cheer up emo kid walks into a bar. Oh, you don't need to. No, no, no. You don't need to specify what the graphic tee says. Just if a person in a graphic (laughs) tee walks into a bar, they are too young to be in the bar. That's the end of the story. (laughs) So just because I have a fluent and sarcasm t-shirt, I can't get a stiff drink (laughs) at the end of the night? Just because my shirt says I do all my own stunts, that could mean I'm fucking Tom Cruise. You don't know. (laughs) You don't know. Maybe I spilled something and I had to walk into Target at the last minute and get this shirt that just says air support on (laughs) it. I knew you were going to say air support. (laughs) I knew it. So Josh, my favorite shirt I've ever seen. They all go into the bar and it's the most illegal place that's in the entire world. And also it's so famous for not carding that it is a generation to generation. Your fucking grandparents, your great grandpappy (laughs) was draft dodging the fucking World War One. And he was Wild going Coyote to the- established 1538. Grandpappy. Yeah, I find it hard to believe that at least one of these kids didn't grow up to be a cop eager, eager to prove something and shut the whole shit down. Yeah, like fucking LK Deacon's <laughs> gonna be like, I'm not drinking at the teen drinking party. This, this bar is over. That's why I'm saying the police run this place. But like, great grandpappy is like, he tried to lie about his age to fight in the great war and they caught him. So he went to the bar that didn't cart. <laughs> <laughs> and that was before a national drinking age was even a thing. That was, <laughs> this was so long. Maybe it's because uh, Wild Coyotes was like established at Plymouth Rock and it was like there was no clean drinking water. So the only thing you could drink was beer. And that's like a tradition passed on mm-hmm. from Pilgrim Times in Seattle where the where the but Pilgrims it, landed. But then someone carried it to Seattle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we also need to mention uh, the the most telegraphed thing I've ever seen. Where Can Josh we is park like, here? Are you sure this parking spot is okay? Oh, They're parked on top Lord. of a fire hydrant. <laughs> <laughs> They're parked on top of a police officer. Also, seemingly, that's the only parking spot that you can't park in. I know, it's in the parking lot. Yeah, why but is it? No other cars are towed. It's it literally says like prank parking spot haha got him <laughs> at the sign. So so they're telling Kyle that they're going to make him drink until he forgets about Amanda and then Lori and Jesse arrive at, and at, at Tom at fucking I almost said Tom Foss at uh, Brian Taylor's Brian Taylor. old apartment and they're like wow it doesn't even have TV why are we here and Jesse says I don't know I hope that an old man doesn't come and hit on us. <laughs> And here, cut right on cue, Michael Cassidy, who for some reason is Austin Powers to us, walks out of okay. the I mean, we it's well established that Michael Cassidy likes to just pick a spot and stand there for days He's, on end. Like we, know, I have to assume he was just staring out of the peephole of his door waiting for I them. I can't wait till they show up. Oh, yeah. And then, but like, we know that Michael Cassidy knows who Jesse is, but he's the grossest british man he's the grossest man he's like hello teens oh boy oh boy can't wait i like that you were like he's the grossest british man wait wait thinking no no grossest man no he's he's not the grossest I've, british man i thought of all men outside of britain he's he the grossest than all he's the grossest man in seattle but he's not the grossest british man there's probably at I'm least so confused because last episode he made such a fucking huge deal to Mark about like, oh, you can't Stop. talk to Lori, like you're compromising the mission. And now he just walks up and he's like, hello, Lori Trader. He's Mark's RA. He just is looking out for him. So he's like, <laughs> he's like hitting on these teens and he's like, hello, you're, you're the 
hottest teenager I've ever seen all day. Don't clip this audio out, Sam, please. And then uh, he's like, oh, I was going to go meet a friend for coffee. Any suggestions? And then Jesse's like, oh, there, well, there's only one place in town, so you don't really have much of a choice. But the rack is okay. Um, yeah. And then Laurie's Laurie like, says their lattes are amazing. Yeah. That'll come up later. Oh, it's so important. And then Cassidy... <laughs> Cassidy's all like, on this. Cassidy's like, groovy, baby, see you later. And then Lori's like, oh, Jesse, you piece of shit. Stop flirting with... Stop flirting with that... No, no, why aren't you flirting? Why aren't you flirting with that handsome 35-year-old child predator, Michael Subi? Okay. Michael Cassidy. Michael Cassidy. <laughs> okay. Michael Cassidy. <laughs> Okay. He looks a lot like the guy who stuck his hand down my pants in season. Okay. <laughs> oh god. What were you saying, Jesse? Uh, I was just gonna say I couldn't tell at first how old this man was supposed to be because, like, on the one hand he looks old, but on the other hand, on ABC Family, every teen, as you've noted, is thirty-five. Right. I think this so guy I was like, had sex this, with Adrian. Is he a teen? Yeah. This is this is one oh. of Adrian's boyfriends. No, th- he is. Really. He is. He is in his thirties. Okay, that's good to know. So he's like actually in his thirties in show. Yes. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing: is we're talking here about like, oh, Michael Cassidy is such a creep. He's such a predator. He did literally kidnap Amanda and inject her with a brainstem parasite. Oh, okay, okay. But when he did that, and I'm gonna look under no circumstances <laughs> should I should you hand it to Michael Cassidy? But but I wasn't going to. But. He wasn't being, he was being very polite when he did that. He wasn't doing it for weird reasons. He was doing that to test his special clone boy's abilities. There's oh, nothing, right. sus- there's nothing suspicious about back. what he did. What he's doing here is gross. So Josh walks in in his diaper and his pacifier and he's got his big rattle out and he's like, hello, hello. Why is he British? <laughs> hello, ladies. Well, that's, that's how you pretend to be older than yeah. you are. He's like, hey, ladies. Hello, hello. One beer, please. No carding necessary, eh? Hey, ladies. Want to have a drink with the baby daddy? (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, yes, you are a baby. That's yeah, the baby daddy a means a daddy and all of a baby. all of yeah. the all of thank god this bar is only full of teenagers because otherwise all of these people would be adults who look at him and say wow <laughs> wow that this shirt, guy is so he's, get out of he's, here yeah so <laughs> but uh, we we know from fanfiction.net that teenagers they around america love josh dozens of yeah. teenagers they watched this show smexy. and all of them said that josh was smexy <laughs> really <laughs> he, yes Go on, we literally we, read a fanfic where someone referred to Josh as Smexy. A, people a were self writing, insert, yes, a self insert huh. character with fire powers said think, that Josh was Smexy. It's it's wow. baffling that Josh was the standout hot guy character from. This oh, they show. hate Kyle. They don't give. They a hate fuck Kyle. About they don't give Kyle. a shit about Kyle. They well, they like Kyle with Declan, but they really like Josh, and mm. they really like Josh and Andy because I guess they relate. I, I guess they think Andy is relatable. Maybe like, oh, I could be Andy, and I could have this horrible boy be my boyfriend, and say like, well, Kyle food. just he's not relatable. Like all of the viewers had belly buttons. <laughs> oh. These are all horny gamers, just like this one. Um, so they're here at the horrible <laughs> bar run by Vice Principal Hooper and Michael Subi. Um, and, and Kyle, like, looks at a girl, and, uh, she smiles at him, and then Declan's like, ooh, she likes you, and Kyle's like, but she hasn't even gotten to know me. How could I be in a relationship? How could I be in a relationship? Says the guy who walked into Amanda's apartment in the pilot and, and cried started crying. And, yeah, crying. And said, we are soulmates now. Yeah, he's like, how will I know if I'm in love with her? 
Um, oh, I'm just, I'm so glad we finally got into the best part of the episode. Every single thing that happens at this bar. The bar, oh. unfortunately for us, the bar is the best part of the season so far, I think, is, is what <laughs> really? I'm... Really? I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. They, <laughs> ba- J- I almost just called Kyle Batman. Uh, Kyle and Jesse did enter <laughs> sure, Batman, not? Batman Predator mode and fight some, like, 20 guards. That was pretty good. Uh, that was pretty good. But Declan and Kyle are just like, and Josh are all just learning about like bro time, and they're doing practicing bro hug bumps, and they're like, yeah. There's just like Declan a real... tells Josh that he's not allowed to drink. Yeah. So thank mm. God for that. Yeah. Uh, you got to put some limit on the underage drinking on ABC Family, I guess. This show has so much underage drinking, and it. it is ridiculous. And it's like Lori is straight up just an alcoholic, and it is never addressed mm-hmm. like how much. She relies on alcohol to help her through her hard time. This is shocking to hear, because the only person I knew who watched Kyle XY was my middle-aged Republican piano teacher. Who oh, was Amanda's, mom. Amanda's mom. Yeah, who's, well, <laughs> Amanda's mom is also an alcoholic, so it makes a lot of sense. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I, did, I had no idea this was a, a show for middle-aged Republicans. <laughs> yeah, neither did I, until I well, was at my was piano part- lesson and she spent half my hour talking about Kyle XY. I didn't give a really? shit. Really? 12. There was that part when Kyle used his magic clone powers to keep to to protect a fetus. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. I, I said it and I really wish I hadn't said that. You said that and I honestly had to wonder if that actually happened or not. <laughs> this I 100% is believe that that was a plot point. I will wow. control the polarity of this fetus to protect it through, to adulthood. <laughs> and God. then some and then keep t- it in there for as long as possible i will keep it in there for 16 years the more months the better what would have happened if someone if tom foss hadn't protected me when i was in the womb he said looking at the camera oh, this sucks actually, i hate this it's off screen um much like secret life but when amy went to the abortion clinic kyle was outside Holding up yeah, his Ben side. was like, shh, 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 no abortions. And then Kyle was like, shut the fuck up, I got this. And when there was only one set of footprints in the sand. It was because Kyle was, was, it Kyle was, Kyle was floating behind her with his powers. <laughs> so, um, Kyle... They peer pressure Kyle into drinking. He drinks yeah. the hell juice and says, I hated this in the pilot. But yeah, he literally like, says, I'm in hell mm. when he was at its party at the pilot. Oh, oh, speaking of secret life and <sighs> Kyle XY overlap... There, there's a Sopranos reference here, and the wife ABC she family. tells me that's not a pig. That that guy and the guy says I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> hey, yeah, this is a joke apparently told on the Sopranos by a character named Murmur, and Josh tells oh. it to Kyle and Declan, and the joke is as follows. Obviously, we don't hear the whole thing. The joke is, a guy goes to his wife carrying a duck, and he says, this is the pig I've been fucking, and the wife says, that's not a pig, that's a duck, and the guy says, I wasn't talking to you. Hey! Oh, oh, wow. wow! That's that's really funny. That was good. Kyle is oh, and then Kyle is like, I don't get it. By the way, <laughs> I why, don't get it. Oh yeah, Kyle is Kyle's very dry. Why am I vibrating? It is like I am humming. And then Josh is like, You're buzzed, dude. And then Kyle's like, Wow, I'm buzzed. <laughs> This is the part where they, like, yeah. go around in a circle, and they're like, oh, women, right. right? Oh, and that's when Josh is like, Andy doesn't wear deodorants. <laughs> Gross. Is she, he's, it's like Shailene Woodley with her natural deodorant. Ha huh? Oh, but Shailene Woodley. I don't know if she does that anymore. Shailene I want to believe that Shailene is normal now. I mean, well, she's married to Aaron Rodgers or something. 
That, I would argue, is a sign of illness. A deep, deep <laughs> illness, for sure. That man is not clean. No. She loves jocks. She's only she's only just mad that she couldn't have been, uh, she couldn't have been on The Bachelorette and married his brother. Oh, for exactly. sure. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers' oh, brother. Oh, yeah, his brother, like, won The he Bachelorette. won The Bachelorette. It was a big scandal. And then they immediately um, got broke up, and it was very funny, as, as, as they often do. That sounds yeah. like The Bachelorette. Uh, yeah, they go around in the circle, and they're like, eh, Lori is gross, Hillary is bad, Andy smells. And then, J- and then Kyle's like, like I love, Kyle, like, I can't wait to... Am- tell, tell us about Amanda being a piece of shit. I want to marry Amanda and have three children with her, and all of them will have <laughs> belly buttons. So he's like, I haven't thought about Amanda in six minutes and 14 seconds, ha ha ha. And then we get a scene of Kyle, like, not looking at a dartboard, and he's just throwing bullseye after bullseye after bullseye. I didn't get this, because Kyle, throughout the episode, we see that he, like, both his mind and, like, motor skills are impaired by the alcohol, but not when it, when no, he, he needs he's to be like, epic at the He's, bar. like, showing off all of his epic powers, and he's, like... This is where Kyle learns how to bro hug bump, and he's like, we talk literally Yeah, they're about- like teaching Kyle to yeah. dap, but Kyle keeps turning it into a hug, which I did enjoy. <laughs> they teach That's him so how to sweet. dap, but SMH, they don't teach him how to dab. This is so sad. I'm crying. <laughs> um, and then they're like, and then, oh, this sucks, because they're like, no, we all no, teach- I liked this. I liked this. <laughs> I like it because it has a payoff at the end. Because cause Declan, they're trying to teach him how to be like, yeah, yeah, I love you, man. But Kyle's like, I love you. And they're like, ugh, gross. <laughs> no, you you gotta say guys. You gotta say guys. Goes, guys, I love, I love you. you. And they're like, ew. That's good. That's good, You're right. Kyle. That is wholesome. You're right. That's primo Kyle yeah. XY. This is, this is the really funny thing, because as Kyle is, let me just say it as, as it is, as Kyle is sinning. As Kyle is committing <laughs> sins in the bar for all of America to watch. Well, do- dozens of America. Dozens. Oh, for Kyle, as sin- <laughs> Kyle is sinning for all of four people to watch. Um, we are getting glimpses of good old-fashioned pre-Amanda Kyle, where he's like, ah, oh, I'm just a good innocent boy, and I'm Kyle XY, and he does... Well, right, because that is the effect that alcohol has on you. It shows you, you who you really you are. To back when you were trying to learn how to speak English, yeah. when you were just out of the pod. Uh, Josh, That's why I don't drink. Josh then sits next to two adult women, and he's like, ladies, and they're like, ew, he's wearing a graphic tee, and he's a baby, let's go. <laughs> I did like that. I did like Josh getting out. Me too. And then, but I don't like when Kyle is sitting next to two women and he goes, I'm drinking to forget my girlfriend. And they're all just laughing. They liked that. They, like, that's yeah. yes. nothing. That's that. The only thing that turns me on more than that. Sorry, Sam, is uh, when I think about how close to death Steven Traeger is. <laughs> <laughs> it's he doesn't even say to forget my ex. ex. No, he's they're just, just like, oh, hell yeah. No, dude, he's Kyle. Kyle is. <laughs> Kyle is, is a secret life dad. He's just like, no, she's not my ex. She's my wife forever. Oh, my God. Wow. Beautiful. So, so Also, during this little, he, he has a little, like, during the montage of Good Time Kyle, he has a little uh, mo- monologue. That's what it's called. And he's like, they call it male bonding. Yeah. And then he says, I wasn't sure why I had to drink myself full of chemicals to achieve it. Oh, nice. Which is so funny because he literally joined the basketball team, so I feel like he knows a little bit about male bonding. I'm can, two things. Number one, I am genuinely not a joke. I'm genuinely surprised there wasn't a scene in this episode where they all did a, a pee together. Really thought that was coming. 
Didn't oh, happen. That would have been, been so funny. If, like, oh, well. And then they would say, well, you're not Jewish. <laughs> oh, but his dick is huge. We did learn that before. Um, Sorry, I think that you might have made that up. I don't think that anybody ever said that Kyle has a huge dick. <laughs> I swear that Lori's like, well, he's... <laughs> She says, well, he's not Jewish, and he's but she hung absolutely like a, does and he's, not follow and he's, he's, he's hung like a horse, but definitely a Gentile horse. <laughs> I don't think that happened. Hung like the horse of the Goyim, she said. <laughs> I don't think that happened. I'm pretty sure she said it. But the other thing is, I think this is a rare episode that didn't start with the Kyle monologue. No, it did. he monologued about his heart being broken. Oh right, he he just monologued. We just briefly. we're at a point in this podcast where we don't bother to talk I, about that Kyle, anymore. Nothing Kyle says means anything to me anymore. <laughs> he's canceled. I mean, not like I mean, literally the second episode, he's like, "Time." Everyone says they're out of time. Can I? How can one be out of time? I'll tell you what I'm really disappointed by. Truly, uh, is that and I I knew it wasn't going to happen, but I was really hoping we were going to smash cut to Lori and Jesse throwing knives at the wall, and I was really sad that it didn't. <gasps> Why not? Oh my god! While girls just want to have fun, plays when girls hang out, <laughs> knives get thrown about. But like, <laughs> but they're all in. They're just like sitting around Brian Taylor's kitchen, and Lori's saying how hot michael cassidy is and how he's so old and how he's an adult and you should totally go for this adult and that doesn't reflect poorly on michael cassidy at all that he's hitting jesse on this teenager. says but he's old and laurie says yeah but not gross laurie th- th- i i yeah. was thinking oh. in that moment about how an adult wrote that line and it just made me want to throw up like an adult i mean don't get me wrong he he's a handsome he's a guy. handsome boy but when an adult sits down with a quill pen at his desk <laughs> who wrote this one was it was it julie pleck or was it no this was this was a first time ryan uh, oh sorry daniel arkin when daniel arkin adult man that's what his business card says sits down at his table with his candle and his quill pen and he's like oh he's old laurie traker looks and smiles but not (laughs) gross old i just i just i get the heebie-jeebies from that Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this episode for sure inspired the age of consent monologue on secret life two years later oh yeah i what mean was the line, this, uh, your- this this episode would have aired i think around the time that leo was trying to explain to them that they weren't really married <laughs> oh wow so you there's there's a ways to go um <laughs> So, so that's that's our biblical context is yeah, what episode, what episode of secret, secret life, life aired just after aired. this um it's terrifying (laughs) honestly like the thought of a human being who exists on this planet with us watching having that in their past like one day i watched the wedding episode of secret life and then it ended and i watched kyle jump off a building (sighs) and do a heist it like chills me to my bones to think that there's a person who experienced that there are also people who uh (laughs) who watched the red wedding episode of game of thrones and then watched the finale of the secret life of the american teenager in the same oh yeah they aired on the same day what super powerful i wish that i could be that person (laughs) this honestly just broke the fact that those two were even on simultaneously i know it's like when you hear like did you know that samurai existed yeah like yo did you know that did you know that the (laughs) oldest mcdonald's existed when cleopatra died what really (laughs) damn that's crazy did you know that brenda hampton is alive and well today (laughs) did you know that brenda hampton the most chilling yeah did you know that brenda hampton didn't die of consumption in 1894 because the things that she says really make it seem like she did 
<laughs> the greatest thing a man can do is remarry his ex-wife and shame his daughter forever. Did did you know? Here here's a genuine. Did you know? Did you know that the guy who played Potsy Weber on Happy Days went on to direct a lot of Secret Life? Crime. That explains the tone of Secret Life. I feel. Anson Williams is the name. He's all. I think he's oh, also yeah. the nephew of the guy who invented the Heimlich maneuver. Fun fact. <laughs> oh, a real wow. lineage. The, kind of the Kennedy family of television. I have all this knowledge and no nothing to do with it. This is why. So yeah, this go. is why you're always out on Twitter, just like tweeting tweeting things that, oh this i'm just on twitter like please somebody ask me about anson williams i need to tell you my <laughs> trivia um so jesse's like should we pop some popcorn and and watch uh, my favorite avril lavigne concert and Lori's like no there's a hot 30 year old man that we need to be preyed upon by let's go to the <laughs> rack this- is this where she says international man of mystery yes she does she says he's an international man of mystery I couldn't believe it our when joke, I saw you post that. Our joke I came like, true. Well, your joke, I don't take ownership of that, but <laughs> I I didn't even well, catch it until you, you pointed you it out. You should be taking ownership of it because now I, I'm fucking psychic because, yes, she did literally call Cassidy Austin Powers. I I was like I was like thinking does international man of mystery mean something else but then I was like no if you google international man of mystery only one thing is going to come up the iconic and incredible movie the greatest film ever created Austin Powers that I'm sure holds up to this day I'm not going right, to fact check I mean that. when people think handsome british guy they think Austin they think Powers of the he's hottest, a sexual icon the hottest canadian man that canada has ever produced and <laughs> i'll give you a hint <laughs> it's mike myers oh Ta-da! what was the al- huh why did you do hillary voice because it was like the he's he's large and round oh and, right yeah it was a callback joke <laughs> I don't remember anything. So we're back at the world's most illegal bar. The uh, Jesse did very much just tell Lori, by the way, that she is into Kyle. I mean, everyone fucking oh, knew that. Yeah. I don't understand. I mean, it's not like there wasn't an episode where they all went to a secret, uh, secret yeah, Zizek base. She was fully like flirting. I want to kiss you two. in front of Amanda. And like, uh, but once again, we can't be sure that this isn't Matacourt programming lingering in her brain forever. Yeah, anyway, shut up, because this, this is the best part. This you is my favorite. The, this is my favorite of the two drinking man. montages. Oh, yeah, Kyle, Kyle is singing karaoke. What he sings heck, a song man. that is very much, it's not a real song, but if it was, it oh. would definitely be about Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is singing, Kyle is singing Christian rock, and all of the yeah. piano teachers in the audience are applauding. Yeah, this is for sure. Yeah, this is the you, exact episode. You raised me up so I could reach the peaks. You lifted me to be a better man. And we hear Aww. like all these 80 yard in women go, aww. <laughs> you lifted me so I could reach the peaks. You lifted me to be a better man. Wait. So we for, he for, they for sure couldn't get the rights to Josh Gro- Groban's "You Raise Me Up," no. right? Like that's got to be what this is. <laughs> you lifted me to be a better man when you stretched your arms they... out and got nails in your hands. <laughs> I want to believe that there were there's another moment here where they were like, "Okay, we'll dub in the hit song that we that we license," and then yeah. they failed. 
Uh, first, we see Kyle arm wrestling a big God, man so and good at it. And then uh, Josh tries to take some of Declan's beer, but gets caught. And then... Oh, this is this the worst is, thing I've ever seen. This is where I think they might have intended to dub in some music. Because <laughs> Kyle, Declan, and Josh are now up on the stage. Kyle's on the stage for the second time that night. Mm-hmm. They are wearing gold chains that I don't know where they came from. They are holding <laughs> microphones and they're doing like vaguely hip hop motions the reason, and poses. The purpose of this scene is because this is the writers of the show fantasizing about what if there were people who wanted to watch Kyle. Now again, I've never been to a bar. Is this a thing? Yeah, this where, is the part where, where you three you, white three, boys just get up on stage three children. and they start. And I quote, I have I have the audio and I'll probably edit it in, but I also want to say it out loud is quote Yee 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 yee. Oh oh yeah. Oh ha ha. Hey ha ha. All right. Yeah. This is like you, when, when you a get your liquor is... license as a bar, <laughs> they don't let you. Like it's a rule that you cannot close the bar at the end of the night until three boys have gotten up on the bar and done this routine. this is what josh is doing is like when a character in anime is about to start rapping like that is what josh is doing like he's he's he doesn't he doesn't have the english like they don't know how to write the english so he's just saying like syllables oh so they can dub over it. yes yeah, so they can dub over it and it'll look right with his mouth motion. Someone like throws him their like hip hop hat. Yeah, and he puts and he it poses. on. And he poses. Oh. I hate this boy so much. I wish I could kick this boy's ass. This child. <laughs> I want to kick this child's ass. What are ass. we meant to believe has been happening at the bar? Were they like freestyling? My name is God, Josh I so. and I love to party. <laughs> when I go to class late, they call me tardy. Yeah, my ye- name ye- is Kyle. Last name X Y. I'm very sad about my ex. I'm gonna cry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I gave Jesse Hollandaise an electric kiss, and now my girlfriend I really miss. <laughs> In the pilot, I enjoyed to piss. <laughs> and then Skeeter's like, "Juice me." He's here too. Uh, so and then they there's a Kyle quarter like, game thing. Kyle's playing quarters there's, to Jesus. like. Did did anyone else think that the guy that Declan is betting against looks like a little mini me Leo Boykovich? <laughs> hey, I'm little Leo. Oh, hey, I'm little Leo. I'm the little sausage king. It's <laughs> it's funny because the guy he beats at arm wrestling and the guy he beats at quarters are both full grown men in this bar yes, for teenagers. They are they are well they well, know that these are easy marks. He thinks that this old adult man is like I can beat a teenager in in arm wrestling. So here's the thing, if this is anything like the bonfires in cornfields with degenerates that I used to go to, there's always at least one middle-aged man who just shows up with a bunch of teens. Great. So like that's what I'm guessing is going on here. Great vibes all around. Well, that explains For the sure. like muscular biker arm wrestling with Kyle. What is this thing yes. where Declan has become like a mustachioed tonic salesman from Cowboy Times? <laughs> step right up, step right up, come and wrestle the amazing belly button this boy! Look, <laughs> some people are angry drunk, some people People are sad drunk. Some people are like old timey huckster. Drunks. Come and wrestle this boy, this rejuvenizing, revitalizing, anti-inflammatory boy. <laughs> Kyle invents Kyle... the most fucking batshit trick shot of all time, and I was just so excited to see them do it. And boy, did he deliver oh. on it! 
Yeah, Josh, by the way, at this point is like, let's let's leave, please. Yeah. Yeah. And Kyle, Kyle, who, again, I don't fully understand the way that he is impaired by the alcohol, is like, okay, I'm gonna throw the quarter off the table, onto the counter, off the neon sign on the wall, it's gonna hit that hanging light, and the beer tap No, there's a funny, the there's a funny joke here, Sam, there's a funny, funny joke where he says, off the oh, where he's like, handle, the... and then Declan's like, tap, tap, and you're off the handle, you're off the, and then, and then he's like... <laughs> He's like, I like those odds. And then Declan's like, step right up. Let's see if he can make that shot. And then Kyle like throws it and then he does it and we see it happen. But like all between different camera angles, because, you know, you know how it's got to be. Yes, they didn't. They didn't get Matt Dallas to actually They made do Matt it. Dallas. It was. And that's why Matt Dallas. It was a long night of shooting. They tried a yeah. hundred thousand times, but they gave up. Yeah, They're like this party scene is just and then uh, and then he makes it. And then funny joke button of the scene. He he. Like, gives the guy, a, he daps him up and he goes, I have enjoyed bonding with you. Beep, boop, beep, boop. I love you. And the guy's like, gross. And I thought there was going to be another bar fight, like in the episode where there was a really, oh my god. Okay, hell, we did get a bar Declan, fight last season. Remember when Declan fucking rocked that guy's shit for no reason? Why is this show bad now? I know. No, the show's good. This is a good one of them. All right, never yeah. mind. I was going to say, if this is a bad show, then I love terrible television. No, this I had is a, a good, great this time. Is a good, this is a bad, good show with bad episodes sometimes. This Fuck really it. felt Season like... Season two was... This episode mwah. reminded me of, like, what if Smallville didn't have, like... Branding? Three people associated with a sex cult Oh, in it, right, you know? I forgot about that. Funny you say that, a lot of people from this show also worked on Smallville. But none of them. Really? None of, none of those ones. None, of, none the... of them were in Nexium, as far as I know. Okay, cool. Yeah, because Smallville was kind of a Nexium breeding ground, which is wild to think about. I, you know what? If Kyle XY was also a Nexium breeding ground, <laughs> don't tell me. <laughs> isn't Nexium the? Isn't Nexium the thing that Cassidy we don't, and we Mark, okay. super don't need to talk know, about Nexium in any, any detail? I don't know here. anything about this. I will. Lucky That's you're a better person for that. <laughs> I will frankly, look it up. And I apologize. No, I'll look it up after you. You really needn't do that. Okay. So Lori and Jesse are are still at. Are they at the fucking rack now? Uh, I think no. no. I, they're still at the. Well, r- needless to say, Jesse Jesse is double racking it today, as many characters on this show love to do, because she was there this morning. <laughs> uh, People on this show love going to the rack multiple times in a day. Lori is like, so how long have you been into Kyle? And, and, and Jesse's like, weird you should say that. I wasn't... But then one day they took me to Matacorp headquarters, and ever <laughs> since then I've just really felt that connection, like he's a soulmate or something. I, I used to feel that way about Avril Lavigne and strawberry ice cream, but they redirected For some it to reason, Kyle. I just cannot. I know that those memories are fake, but I just can't eat mushrooms anymore. Uh, so Lori's like, "Aren't you like brother and sister?" And she says, "No, different people, but we don't have a belly button." This fucking killed me because because uh, just to give some context for this, the first time we heard about Jesse was in the season two premiere. Kyle XY, the character, was subject 781227. That is what was written on his pod. We find out that there was a pod also there. 781228. Called 781228, and it was labeled XX, X. implying that, that was Kyle actually, was labeled XY. Sorry to correct you, my, my, my cringe idiot brother with a terrible memory, but actually the last thing we see in the finale of Kyle XY Season 1 is Jesse in the tank, and it says XX, and it has 781228. You're right, you're right, you're right. But, point being... There's no, there's no fucking the way... The implication what, that they were supposed... Presumably was that, 
was that they were both clones, clones of the same person. But then they realized and she oh. was the XX and he was the XY. They realized that if he was a boy and she was a girl, can I make it any more obvious? Avril Lavigne, mm. by the way, uh, is <laughs> it po- uh, masterful? How could they date if they were literally genetically identical? So they had to make up. Well, this is why. It- this is why they're fucking covering their I know. tracks where Lori's like, wait, aren't you related? And Jesse's like, no. It's and like we're from the same village or something. <laughs> She's He's my soulmate, and we were both Do people it. from the same village not date? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sam. Which, as someone from a small village that was famously known in the area for incest, like, this really spoke to me. <laughs> uh, so Lori, Lori's like... Look, Kyle is obsessed with Amanda, and then Jesse's like, well, maybe that'll end someday, and then Lori's like, well, you know how Kyle is. There is something very, like, sweet and naive about Jesse just being like, when does he stop being obsessed with it's her, It's like though? when I was, like, 15, and I was in middle school, and I was just, like, looking at the clock every day, hoping Halo Reach would come out early. <laughs> like, I was like, well, it's gotta come out soon, and it's like, ah, oh, ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> Mom, I need to take the week off school. If I sleep the whole time, then Halo Reach will come out at the end. That's kind of how it was, though, let's be (laughs) honest. Uh, I mean, that was me in Mass Effect. uh So, uh, so, Amanda's like, well, Kyle is a real fucking sweet, wholesome boy. He's still probably trying to get Amanda to marry him. Uh, but, hey, that hot international man of mystery what we we and is uh is at the rack right now and we should go hit on him something something very very uh beautiful about a spoken word austin powers theme uh and then jesse's like as they say (laughs) in england my favorite minion quote uh and then jesse's just like well what about you who do what boy do you want to kiss and then laurie looks at the camera and makes fucking dreamworks face Uh. Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. Oh my god. Oh my god. Hey, hey. When do we? When do we learn about uh, about this show's beef with women who have short hair? Is that here? <laughs> that is very soon. Okay. Uh, Kyle is sitting with the girl who smiled this at him when he walked insane. in. And he's like, check this out. And he's like making the lights flicker. And she's like, wow, do you have one of those clappers? I need to add, by the way, uh, this actress is named Sarah Canning, a distant ah, cousin, perhaps. Perhaps. No. And she is most well known for, I don't know if you, if anyone here has watched Jenny Nicholson's Vampire Diaries video. I've dabbled in watching the show itself because I thought it might be funny content for us one day. No. Uh, there's a, a clip that she plays several times in that video of, of a character screaming, no, Jenna, Jenna, Jenna is Elena's, uh, I almost said, aunt. this I is think Jenna, Jenna is, Jenna is Elena's like aunt who's like two years older than her, but has yeah, to and be Kyle her XY mom. is flirting with her at the bar. Yeah. And, and, uh, God, I was one of these days we're going to find out that Kyle's a vampire. It just makes sense. Uh, Kyle's like, I was born in a pod. I'm a science experiment. She goes, ha, ha, ha you're funny. I love yeah, being alive. Yeah, telling her this shit. And uh, then, he yeah, moves this a is beer when... with his mind. Yeah. I'm not moving the glass. I'm moving the liquid in the glass. Adam Balin taught me this. This is, this is when, this is when Josh walks this up to Declan. so weird. What is up with this? And Declan's just, like, hanging out with a, with a girl with, like, buzzed hair. And Josh is like, whoa, you're bald boy uh, hey boy. especially funny especially fucking funny by the way since josh's beloved girlfriend oh, is yeah. a leukemia survivor <laughs> well 
Well, well, <laughs> survivor is not the word I would use. Right? Look, they they talked for like several episodes about how she was gonna need a wig any day now, and then <laughs> and then Kyle hugged it at her. Kyle, Kyle hugged it at her. You're right. Yeah, this is so weird. Josh is like, well, bald. bald. The Declan is like reasonably pissed off. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I mean, that is what I say when I see any bald person, to be fair. <laughs> well, to be fair, the SpongeBob SquarePants movie was pretty recent in the time that this show came out. And he sure, was just let me think about that. what the fuck you're talking about. Give me a minute to remember <laughs> right. why you said that. All right. It was a, it was a time-honored bit from that movie. It's very funny when you're a SpongeBob child. SpongeBob movie bald. I'm Googling my brain. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Why don't you just Google on the internet? Or we could just move on and not waste our guests' time. <laughs> that would be another good thing that we could do. Uh, so then, then this is my favorite part of the whole series. Is this my favorite part of the show? <laughs> I fucking I hope it, not. <laughs> well, he says he. It's it's the it's like out of context. The three to four seconds where Kyle go first. Kyle goes on stage and he says, "My name is Kyle and I was grown in a pod." And did you know in the 1940s, Albert Einstein's and then the Zero Escape music plays. Albert Einstein's was doing uh, genetic experiments on baboons and you then say Foss- this is your favorite part, but this is a crime part because Kyle gets a call from Foss and oh doesn't- well, you know. When Helga said high highs and low lows, I think that she was talking about <laughs> this precise, like, 30 <laughs> seconds of television. Because he does hang up on, he drunk hangs up on our special beloved boy, Tom Foss. This must be so weird for people who haven't, like, watched the show for when we just are like, oh my god, we love this guy so much. He's our perfect <laughs> sweet cinnamon roll. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, this is He's the funniest man. Taste. This is the funniest man who has ever existed. <laughs> like, yeah, he kills people for no good reason. He is so funny, though. But also, his arms explode. When his he's arms explode a rock wall. for no reason, yeah. and his leg ex- and Declan's leg exploded. But yeah, he just—he's a funny guy. He's a um, he killed. He killed his family. Also, is another funny <laughs> well, thing about him. Well, no one's perfect, is the thing. Pope is <laughs> right. perfect. Tom Foss did accidentally drunk driver kill his family, and that's just look. You know, he atoned. Through <laughs> making uh, Kyle walk on hot coals for no reason, <laughs> right? Has he never so heard he, of like texting too? Yeah, he knows about texting because Kyle texted him three stars one time, and it was really funny. He's just like Kyle. I have something very important to tell you. No, because he does. Because he texts him, Kyle. He says like now, warehouse. To be fair, now. when we find out what that thing is, I don't think that that's necessarily no. Something this is you a no. This is a this is a this is a text message kind of situation. <laughs> So Foss calls Kyle and he's like, Kyle, it's important. This is what matters. And then Kyle's like, I... Yeah, Kyle's like, no, you know what really matters is me being on stage at this bar for the third time tonight. (laughs) The French champagne... Uh, and then he's like, all right, so Latnock kidnapped Amanda. And then Josh is like, stop it, Kyle, stop it. And then he says, can I say it, please? Yeah. He says, I will not stop. Do you want to know why? Because I'm Kyle. Kyle XY. And then he pulls up his shirt and shows everyone his missing tummy button. And everyone in the audience starts clapping and applauding and throwing Emmys at the stage. (laughs) I did update our tally. This is the sixth time we've seen it. I can't believe we've only seen it six times. They should be showing it once per episode. We did see his belly button once, but again, Pobody's nerfed. Mm-hmm. Do you feel this is an I think you should leave um reference but do you feel like when the tummy tuggers shirt came out <laughs> Kyle loved it 
Because <laughs> you need that you need that little divot to kind of provide the separation. Otherwise, it forms a perfect seal. Oh, so God, he did that's need true. The, he needs it more than anyone. He yeah, needs he a needs medically the TJ prescribed tuggers. TC Tugger. The TC Tuggers. The XY Tugger. <laughs> the XY Tugger. Oh, my God. So, yeah, Kyle is going, I'm Kyle XY. This is the funniest shit on TV right now. And there, then you would sit I, all down. All I could think as I watched Kyle like on stage addressing a crowd like drunk and belligerent and going i'm kyle xy all i could see this as was him like getting drunk and ranting about the yeah. like 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 a don't you know who i am like i i had the biggest premiere on abc family <laughs> until secret life stole it from i'm checking me. the news i'm checking the news it says kyle xy pulled over goes on anti-semitic tirade <laughs> oh no i can't i can't believe he said the things he said about about us sam oh us specifically yeah he said these brothers these specific say, Jews. Yeah, I hate <laughs> these two Jewish boys. They were so they liked me, but then they turned their fucking backs on me. That does get to an important point that we've never really addressed, but that it is it is anti-Semitic not to leave us a nice review on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> That's very true. If you don't leave us a review, it's because you hate us because we're Jewish. Um so then Kyle uh they drag Kyle out. And Josh says, uh, can you use your remarkable abilities to, like, make your liver kick into super drive? And then he says, not yet. I'll do that later. <laughs> um, and then Josh blames Declan for, because it's Declan's fault, actually. Right. I was gonna say very, for some very reason. Very accurately, was, he blames Declan for everything. I was like, I was like, wait, is it Declan's fault? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, entirely. And then they're like, let's just take our car and get out of here. Yeah, they return to the prank spot. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, I just the, it is literally in the bar's parking lot, and and there's a sign that says no parking at the bar. They might as well put a big trap door at where this spot <laughs> is. Like that's that's the level we're operating on here. <laughs> yeah, Declan got towed. Oh, it's Mike Soupy's um reserve spot. Well, oh Declan god. did get Declan did get towed because he went to see the number one foot guy in Seattle. <laughs> We'll talk about that, okay? You can't just skip ahead to the line number one foot guy. I can't. I was gonna make that my nickname this week, but then I was a coward and I, I said maybe that shouldn't associate that one with my name. Yeah. Uh, Cassidy is now at the rack. These lattes, I heard. Oh my god. When you when a fucking British man of mystery walks in and he's like, I've heard you have excellent lattes. And Amanda's like, have we met before? <laughs> Did you put a thing in my brain? <laughs> what Amanda does here is so weird because it's like, I've heard your lattes are amazing. And she's like, eh. eh when they're you, the only ones. When you work in food service. You gotta you be, you gotta sell that product. When, when some fucking weirdo walks yeah. in and it's like, good heavens, I've heard you I've have heard. incredible lattes. You're just it, like, yeah, dude, when we yes, sir. At, who, when Please we worked leave. at Einstein's. You know people are like, I heard your bagels are, like, the best- I've heard you've got the best bagels. Like, No, yeah, I would just have people walk in and be like, I've heard that your bagels are fucking disgusting. And I'd <laughs> Give be like, me thank one of you, them. sir. Yeah, they'd be like, I've heard your bagels suck shit and taste like garbage. Give me right this one, way, sir. <laughs> give me one dozen of them, fucking pig. I'm like, sorry. Okay. <laughs> Can you give me directions <laughs> to a real bakery? No, Anything sir. to make you leave sooner, please. <laughs> Where's my senior coffee? It tastes yes, like right trash. Away, sir. 
So Amanda's like, yeah, yes, sir. Why does my neck hurt when I look at you? <laughs> and then Lori and Jesse are like, hello. This is so f- the, the fucking Michael Cassidy, who literally last episode was like, you Mark, cannot. you're getting too involved with the people that this that this is about. He walks into Amanda's place of employment and is like, and she's like, oh, do I know you? And he's like, no. I was really hoping, by the way, last week there was going to be a line where jo- where uh, Josh, where Michael Cassidy is like, I don't know why I called him Michael Cassidy. We're not that close. Where Cassidy's like, you're putting our mission in danger, Mark. And then Mark is like, and what is our mission? And then Cassidy would have to be like, huh? find out in season four. Yeah. <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So uh, and then yeah. uh, Lori and Jesse walk in and. <laughs> Cassidy's like, oh, Lori, you should meet my friend. He's walking in right now. His name is Mark. This is, I swear to God, Cassidy is Mark's RA. It's the only thing that makes sense. Like, he's fixing him up on a date now. I mean, I never, I don't know who my RA was. I don't know if I ever met my RA. But my RA was not a 30-year-old British man who uh, broke up with my girlfriend for me. I mean, that would have been great. If only. (laughs) Uh, but then, like, tr- <laughs> surprised me with a secret date. My RA, with my ex, my RA would. Uh, he played the saxophone, and he would play the what's the careless whisper? Is that what it's called? Oh, he sure. would just play that yeah. all all fucking day, all day. Jesse and I were. Am I the only person who was too depressed to form any memories of college? Oh, I didn't. Oh, I didn't. I mean, I. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say. I, I was like, I didn't talk to him. I just heard his beautiful tunes. <laughs> but then you said, I just sat there and stared at the ceiling, fucking broken inside, watching and listening to Careless Whisper all day. No, I was playing wow. Bloodborne when I was hearing it. Jesse and I were um, RAs together, and that's actually the first thing they teach you in RA training is how to break up with someone's boyfriend for them. Oh, I, I thought, thought they were going to say how to play Careless, play careless Whisper. Whisper. <laughs> well, that's what they taught us on, like, the men's section. It was just Careless Whisper. I don't know <laughs> And then the third they thing they Aaron. teach you is is how to go to the fun fair and how to spend all day at, at the fun fair. <laughs> yeah, lesson one, how to break up with someone for someone else. Lesson two, Careless Whisper, saxophone bridge. It's actually lesson funny. Lesson three. Real story is they really genuinely teach you how to tell one of your residents that they need to take a shower. Oh no! Oh, yeah. someone should have told my roommate about that. <laughs> well, okay. They should have told. They should have. The RA should have told my dorm room how to stop spewing human feces from the shower drain. I wish oh. that my RA had. Uh... Well, I don't know if a lecture would have solved that. I mean, this will probably be fun for you to hear as former <laughs> RAs about my roommate. We love uh, to talk about Sam's roommate on this show. Yeah, th- this is the second roommate who uh, he. He had uh, a, a bit of a, a bit of a messiness problem. Oh. Uh, if if his bed was, let's say, his bed was like two feet tall, uh, then the pile of garbage next to his bed was two feet tall. Oh, it wow! It was level level with the height of his bed. From the way you've described this person to me, Sam, it always sounded like your roommate was like being controlled by someone playing The Sims who was just <laughs> fucking around. <laughs> Well, like, I mean, he just lived I'm in his about own what mess. you can do in The Sims. In The Sims, yeah, you do click on the TV and then they just laugh out loud for hours <laughs> on end. And then he would just sit on his bed in the in, in his own mess and his own dirt and he'd go, 
Oh, yeah, he, he would play video games, which you can do in The Sims. I mean, you know, in The Sims, one of the one of the iconic things that Sims do is that they hold garbage and they just walk around and then they just put it <laughs> like on the kitchen counter. Yeah, uh, he he would just like pile up old cans of Arizona iced tea like on our bathroom counter. So I think he might have been a sim. I think he might have been a sim being controlled wow. by someone who's like, I'm going to see how fast I can kill this fucking guy. <laughs> well, I'm still alive. We then get a scene where all the boys uh, meet a helpful fruit and vegetable truck driver man. Which, what the and then, hell? oh, Josh, Josh delivers the funny. This, this is, is the so funny fucked line up, of the though, summer. Because they, this fruits and vegetables truck driver, like, kindly gave them a ride to the impound lot. And Josh just gets up and he's what? just like flicking cabbage leaves <laughs> around like, eh, fuck this shit. This guy harvested this with his hand and he grew it and he grew it from a seed. Fuck you. I hate labor. Um, and then this is like the lot. This is like when they, this is the grapefruit of this episode where he's like, my butt smells like cabbage. And then Declan goes, what else is new? What is that supposed to mean, Declan? <laughs> Banter. You sniffing this boy's butt? <laughs> That's hot, this- actually. That's cool. <laughs> the, we have the often, sniffing we have, or the smelling like cabbage? Um, both, we have actually. often said that, that Declan is an Omega, so it would make sense that he's sniffing every guy who means <laughs> what? Oh God. I'm sorry. No. No. You can't. You cannot bring ABO into this. Well, speaking of a real alpha, we meet we meet a new character, a new beloved series staple. This a character guy, identified on IMDb as Impound Man. Impound Man woke up on the, the the. There's a right side of the bed and a wrong side of the bed, and the side of the bed where you just want to kill a teenager, and that's the <laughs> side of the bed that he woke up on this day because he is just itching to kill a teen. He wants to kill them so bad the second they arrive. <laughs> he towed their card, and he is just ready for their blood. Like, I don't understand who the- and he's got, like, two angry, rabid dogs that are also ready to kill these teens. Like, I don't know, like, this is the thing on the show is the, like, I mean, I guess this- the the glimpse of Kylex Y is a world where there's one police officer and he gets not thrown into a pool in the first episode and that's the only time cops ever exist, but, like, mm. the world of Kylex Ky- Y is truly lawless. Teens can have drinking party orgies in a hotel. There's a bar that just serves, like, hard liquor to children. There's a fucking impound Mad Max guy who's just, like, if you if you want your car back, I'm gonna fucking kill you for it. <laughs> like, there is Which, no- like, this is a lawless Seattle. Does he know what his job description is? <laughs> I don't know! Because, like, this is that- literally, they're doing what- he's paid to handle they're coming and asking for their car back that was what was so fucking weird is they're like hello we're here to get our car and he's like you want your car back (laughs) this is the dude who jesse you're gonna have to make it worth my while and it's like i think i think yeah that's how this works i think i figured it out i think the guy that jesse killed i mean he was christian we know he believed in god because he thanked god for the slimy girl that he got to see but I think that he died and he found out that the religion he believed in was wrong and he got reincarnated and now he's just out for revenge. And he knows that he kind of senses the vibe from Kyle because he's like, wow, thanks, God. You brought you brought him back to me for revenge. <laughs> but because Ky- Kyle's uh, they're like, wow, uh, we will give you. Hello, sir. One automobile, please. And he's like, <laughs> I, bet, I bet your dad's going to take away your Xbox. I'm going to slit your fucking throat, kiddo. <laughs> And then they're like, li- license and registration, please. And then he's like, oh my god, Kyle turns into full intellectual in this moment. 
Do you yeah. understand the con- the contra the the, the absurdity oh. of the conundrum you have presented to us? Except he's like slurring his speech. Me, an intellectual. I'm Kyle fucking X Y. And then he's like, "Well, I don't know what to tell you. You better, you better go on and get." And then, <laughs> well, and then- the thing is, after this rant, I'm very much on impound guy's side. Like, if little Ben Shapiro comes up to me and starts explaining why I'm stupid, yeah, I'm gonna like, kill the fucker. For he's sure. like, and also, <laughs> did you know that hot dogs and raviolis are the same thing? Change my view. <laughs> That's a different guy. That's a different guy. But then, then Mr. Impound, he's just trying to do his job of professional teen hitman. Not, not, he's not a hitman who is a teen. He's a hitman for teens. Mm. Big difference. Um, Huge, important difference. (laughs) Yeah, he does love to hit teens. You're right. With a big chain. (laughs) (laughs) Which, oh, that, yeah. Kyle's like, nice smooth brain you got there, dipshit. And then he's like, oh, God, I'm so steamed at you. And then Josh tries to be Mr. Mr. Centrist here. He's like, I think we could reach across the aisle. How about we get you, how about we get you our registration for, and then the guy's like, 200 bucks. But sir, I need these monies to buy my lunchtime, my lunchtime nutrition meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Declan had like a gigantic wad of cash earlier in the episode. Yeah. But that yeah, I thought it was going to come up that this. that was all of Kyle's like, like tonic sales money that Declan wow. made from the bets that he was making. They for sure would have broken even if not made a profit. They did not need to do what happens. Yeah, I like I the idea though of Declan just standing behind them and just like sweating nervously. Like, <laughs> yeah. I hope oh, they don't we remember. Don't have any cash? <laughs> yeah. It's so funny because Ben Boykovich's house is so much uglier than the Traegers. Like the Traegers is so much nicer, and Ben mm-hmm. can just whip out however much a plate glass window costs to repair. God. It really is cool that Adrian managed to shatter a plate glass window with a cell phone. <laughs> she was mad. What, a, what an arm she has. Also, I, 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 I'm not trying to fault her. She was pissed off. She was mad. She, tr- like, when you say you couldn't hit the side of a barn, Adrian was trying to hit a second story apartment window and threw it <laughs> through a plate glass window on the, on the ground floor. And that is just a level of, I always think I'm embarrassed by how bad I am at catching and throwing things, but that really made me feel better about myself. It's such a like beautiful it. and unique mixture of lack of athleticism and sheer strength. She put just, all of her points into day. strength and none of her points into dexterity. <laughs> right? I like 100%. the idea that you would you would throw the phone aiming at Ricky's window <laughs> and it would completely go the wrong direction but shatter the plate glass window and you'd just be like, huh, I mean, on the one hand, that's really embarrassing, but also, goddamn. <laughs> yeah, what a girl boss. Like, honestly, I wish that Adrian put that put that musculature to good work elsewhere, like throwing phones at, like, Ricky or Ben or Ruben, just, like, right well, through, all the way that's through. That's the thing. They never really dive into it, but Adrian is for sure using more than 7% of her brain. <laughs> oh, Adrian, yeah. I mean, Adrian, Adrian explanation. That's how she can recycle boys with her mind. That's why she has that line where she's like, I don't, I don't drink. I want to remember every second of it. I want, oh, like, I want, oh, shit. I'm using 15% of my brain. I don't want to drop down below that. (laughs) And that's why when Ruben shows up and he says, I'm pulling you out of high school. I'm sending you to the all girls school and you're going to learn how to climb this rock wall really good. Did that happen? (laughs) Yes, he did. He did threaten to pull her out of school and send her to an all girls school. And then Adrian said, I'm an adult. I've got my period and everything. I oh, I menstruate. remember that. <laughs> yeah, that was a really good line. 
so we we go back to the rack and oh Mark is like Mark and Cassidy are like sitting outside while Lori and Jesse well mostly Lori glare at them from inside. Uh and Mark's like, "Hey, why did you invite my ex who you made me break up with?" Listen, and man. Cassidy's like, I don't know I thought you'd like it. Listen, man, I don't know what to tell you, but Mark, you stink. You need to take a shower. Here, take this bar of soap and hit the hit the hit the shower, my boy. <laughs> uh, I guess I will. I just I'm, I'm just so busy making these mashups that I forget to wash myself. <laughs> yeah, I got to say Mixed messages from Cassidy. Yeah, I really like that, that- I don't know if Cassidy thinks that, like, having a Latinock agent be Lori Traeger's boyfriend and getting all of the- Listen, she is the only source of the nuggets of wisdom. We need you to go in there and retrieve them from her mind. It You're needs to be emphasized that the the role that Cassidy plays at the organization of Latinock, he says that- He's it's like that the Everybody else face. who works there is like an antisocial nerd- so they hired him because he has really good social skills. He just doesn't seem to have good social <laughs> Not skills. Not pictured. <laughs> he did think it was. He did think it was a good idea to kidnap Amanda and then ask her to come back so they could, and then put the put the deadly bomb in her brain. It's safe. Uh, Nicole's going through a bunch of old files, and Steven says, "Hey, all the kids are out. Let's." F- this is the most unrealistic part of fuck. the episode because Nicole Ooh. doesn't immediately say, "Okay, you're Master Chief. Let's do it." They love to fuck. It's, it was, I was they don't fuck in this episode. Fuck. Yeah, it was really weird, because she's like, I'm mad at you for some reason. I don't know how I feel about Nicole saying, uh, like, it's cool that that we let our dog... Because she's, like, really advocating for Mark here, and Steven's like, but she's, he's two years older than her. And she's like, that's fine. They're 17 and 19, I think. That's he's fine. He's my RA. That's he's, good. I like that. He's No, he's my TA. Stephen lives. We've been saying Steven, RA a lot. Stephen lives in the fucking dorms. What's up, kids? <laughs> Hello, I'm your new professor. I just <laughs> figured Looks like I'd... we're gonna be rooming together this semester. <laughs> you know, I love to live close to where I work. <laughs> I hope you don't mind if I practice. You kids like saxophone. <laughs> Do you kids like Halo? Check this shit out. Oh my god, it's just like Master Chief. <laughs> <laughs> Every time Steven gets into a car, he, like, climbs over the fucking windshield and then, like, I don't know how he does it. I'm, like, (laughs) this joke sucks. I tried. It's the thought that counts. Uh, Steven is like, isn't it bad, though, that Mark is in college and she's in high school? And Nicole's like, well, that just means that he's smart and responsible. Mm, Isn't that what we want? Don't know about that one. Nope. Well, well, well. Don't we want the type of college student who hits on high school, high school girls? girls and and loves to talk about how she's in high school also and calls Doesn't her that high school? reflect well on him as a Doesn't potential Doesn't that make partner? him look like a stellar boyfriend? That honestly this all tracks. I think they should let her date him. There 100%. are two things that Mark talks about when he's with Lori. One is that she's in high school and two is oh what an accident we accidentally ran into each other. He he ha. He he really seems to like Mark wishes that he was older than her. Yeah, Mark, it, like he's he, like always like, "Oh, our big age difference." And she's like, "It's not that big." He's like, "Oh, but wouldn't that be I can't something? believe I'm in college and you're in high school. Can we make it work in the big city?" Oh, Lori, if I was oh. six years older and you were six years younger. Oh my God, <laughs> Jesus Christ! 
I didn't do the math on that. Don't think about it. Moving on. Oh, wow, Lori, I wish I was my, I wish I was, you know, I, I am a mashup artist, but all I wish is that I could get a job writing music for a TV show about a boy with no belly button. I'd stick my hand right down that pants. Oh, God. Pants. <laughs> oh, God. My, na- my name isn't Markle Subi. So Josh then Ooh. climbs a barbed wire fence because he's a very metal boy and he shreds his body and his bones and he's a professional wrestler and he loves to climb barbed wire. Nice. Uh, then See, Kyle just rips the fence open. Kyle smash! <laughs> Kyle angry! <laughs> I love that Josh is like, by the way, Declan, I do want to remind you that this is all your fault. I love that. <laughs> I, it made me really laugh and it also makes the thing that happens with Declan later even funnier. When that's not what Declan's mad about. And then uh, Kyle's like, I feel so much worse. This didn't help at all. Declan, you really <laughs> ruined my day. <laughs> yeah, Declan like yells at him and storms off. He's like, you're uh, you're so perfect, Kyle. Why don't you just call Amanda? She, al- she always, blah, whatever. And then we get like a, like, Kyle- a fa- like a G-rated family comedy moment. <laughs> Kyle turbo yartzes. <laughs> he throws up so big that it does like a big wind shockwave. This is like a sh- this is like a back. scene. This is literally like a scene out of Shrek. Yeah, yeah. I thought he exploded for a second. I was so confused. <laughs> Better out than in. I always say. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was gonna walk away, and there was gonna be a car like with a huge dent and shattered windows that Kyle he kind of is- hit with his Ralph. Wait, hold on a minute. Kyle is Shrek. Josh is donkey. Declan is Puss in Boots. Got it. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's it. That's all I got here. That's okay. all I got to contribute. I'm just I'm just trying to make up a fun. And Halo moves as well are in it. And and what if Master Chief and Shrek were father and son? I think it would go a little something like this. Shrek, you are my son, and I am going to finish the fight. Okay. <laughs> And see, I love improv. Yeah, yes, Master Chief, ye are my dad, and I am your son. And now it is all ogre. Donkey, I'm donkey, and I am Puss in Boots. End scene. Good. I love. I love improv. It's not often that you get to like witness art happen right in front of you, and like. Wow, I'm just. Blown I, away I mean, right I witness now. it once a week when we record our podcast. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, That's I feel beautiful. Like I, I feel like we have to like I have to like take my brother to the side and I have to like talk to God. This is fucking embarrassing. I can't stop this. It sucks. We're making a fool of ourselves in front of our guests. It sucks. Do better. I don't know why I'm talking to Sam. I'm the one doing all of this. <laughs> i'm talking to myself that's, here that's that's our dynamic is that you you will do, do a something bit and then, and then, get and then you're like you've... sam the austin powers bit is dying. dying what were you thinking what were you thinking it wasn't dying it was thriving it was so good that the show literally <laughs> the said the show made it canon the show made it so <laughs> i can't believe laurie said that he was a man of mystery international man of mystery so josh asks kyle why he threw up so big and kyle says that he you were right. the polarity of his body to purge his liver and return to homeostasis so sick problem solved i is, love bbc's jekyll is this impound lot car hell yes and so this is where kyle this has is where officially kyle gone go. to car hell i wish i had right. thought about it. so this is so this is uh jesus christ i was trying to think of the word devil and i was like oh so the ch- so the guy is car hitler that's a different 
I'm trying to like think of a pun here, but I'm not say say Dan. Is that anything? <laughs> say Dan. Dan. Good. <laughs> oh. So Kyle isn't drunk yep, anymore. Yep, I got <laughs> Kyle isn't drunk anymore. He's doing great. Um, and then Josh is like, "Hey, my training, it worked." And then, oh yeah, we forgot to mention that the the yartzing sets off all the car alarms, which also I guess mm. means that Kyle is horny. Unfortunately, that's um, not how that works. That's the only other time he's ever done it, though. It's not. It's well, really I mean, not. Kyle, we know that Kyle's into pissy pants, so maybe he's. Mm. 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 I don't. I don't know if I agree with the logic. I don't think here. this is. I don't think they're. Anyway, right, yeah. Impound Man runs out with a baseball bat, and he's like, I, "Can I kill can some kids, please? <laughs> can I please? I've been on screen for like ten minutes, uh, for like two minutes, and I haven't killed a single child yet. I don't uh, think this guy's an actor. I think this might just be a real man. <laughs> he for sure wandered onto set with his yeah. chains, and they were like, "I guess we got to work with it." Well, right? this guy is this guy in the, is this guy in the union? No, this was his That's only the IMDb I'm- credit. <laughs> Oh, wait, sorry, this says Impound Man as himself. <laughs> and the only other IMDb credit is from the news when he was arrested. <laughs> uh, Declan drives up, he's got his car, Josh is like, hey, could you please get in the back so I can drive, you're extremely drunk. Uh, they j- crash through the fence and escape, and Impound Man is like, I'm well, sure that- good- I'm sure that I have their license plate number written down. I'm sure that when Steven gets back, one thing you got to know about uh, chain link fences is that you can drive through one with your SUV and it will not, it will not be, it just crumples like tissue paper. There's no sign that anything. I have to give it a try. I've, I've, I've honestly never tried it. Um, somehow their tire goes flat. It was making me think about something on Secret Life, but we can't talk about it with our guests. Um, the funniest, thank flat you tire, for that. the funniest flat tire scene in the history of television. I don't know if I remember that. Off I'll the tell top you of after. Head, so let's just move on. Uh, Declan, this Declan is the then, this is the funniest thing where Declan, Declan just goes starts, ape shit. Declan just starts <laughs> talking about something completely unrelated because because he's like mad. Well, he's it's kind of related where where he's like mad at Kyle for being epic and good boy, and then Declan, it is all Declan's fault, and he I guess he's mad at himself because he knows it's all his fault, and then he just I like, want to hey, say I'm, what Declan says specifically because. Because Kyle is like, oh, it's just a flat tire, don't worry. And Declan's like, yeah, okay, here comes Kyle to save the day. Let me guess, you can change a flat tire with a twitch of your nose. Which suggests that in Declan's view, like, the perfect ideal that we all strive for, that he feels like he doesn't measure up to, is Santa Claus. (laughs) With a wink of an eye and a twist of his head. I'll never, I'll never have a bowl full of jelly like Kyle. <laughs> and laying a finger aside of your nose and giving a nod up the chimney, he rose. God damn, I'm so bad at you, Kyle. <laughs> you know a lot more of that than I do. We sang it in middle school choir. Oh, Ooh. I famously, if anyone ever tried to get me to do something like that, I would scream at them about how I was Jewish and they can't oh, I was expect so... me to know those songs. When I was in oh. middle school, I got so mad because we sang, um... We sang like a, and imagine a bunch of like white middle school children from Seattle singing like a gospel. Okay, medley. I'm picturing the bar. Yeah, you're picturing. <laughs> <laughs> so picture everyone at the bar singing like a, a medley of gospel songs, and I was like, "You mm. can't say Jesus," and I had to have a talk with my choir teacher, and she explained to me that we could. Uh, but then by the time I was in high school, <laughs> oh, okay. I, was, I was just like, "Okay, I don't give a shit anymore. Make me sing uh, like all the Catholic hymns and shit." 
Uh, what happens then? Uh, that's Declan... why, sorry, unrelated, but that's why I only know the harmony parts for all of the Christmas music that exists, because I had to go caroling one time, and I only really? know the tenor upper range of, like, God bless you, merry gentlemen, and, like, oh. uh, all of your favorite uh, Christmas carols. I only know a harmony part for them, like Michael Scott, because I don't know the melody of any of those songs. <laughs> what, a, what a night that must have been. <laughs> I got paid money for it, so... Oh, wait, you got paid? I got paid to go caroling at the Arizona Discount Tire Christmas party. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, so Discount Tire, yeah, Discount Tire is the largest business in Arizona and like they they go fucking hog wild for their employees. Uh, funny th- funnily enough, that same year I was working at or a, a year later I was working at Einstein's and we had to cater the Discount Tire holiday breakfast. Wow. And it was like one million egg sandwiches. It was like the biggest oh, order we had all year. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, Declan is screaming at Kyle. Uh, Josh, and I, I hate to agree with Josh, but Josh at this point is like, hey, can you fucking back off? You should be ashamed of yourself that I'm <laughs> telling you to calm down. <laughs> you gotta hand it to this boy. I'm, I'm being the responsible adult here, and I'm Josh Traeger. How does this happen? Then Declan, Declan, what I can only imagine is that Declan realizes he's losing this battle, so he has to make up, not make up, but like bring something unrelated into it, because he's like, he's so upset, and then he's just like, no, you don't understand. Wait, does this not come later? No, that that's in the next oh, scene okay. of this. You're right, oh. you're right. Uh, <laughs> we need to see Cassidy say the, the most horrible this is, thing. This man needs to be arrested. <laughs> I don't believe in, I don't believe, I believe in prison abolition, but I think there should be an exception for this man. He asks Jesse if she's in college, and she says, I'm not as old as you think I am, and he goes, oh, well, you're so mature for your age. You look <laughs> like you've gestated for a very long time. <laughs> uh, I know that he, like, he, he, like, knows who she is, and that, I think, actually makes it worse, because, like, what is he trying to tell her now? That's a good question. He knows how old she is. Yeah. And then he's like So he's he's like play acting as a guy who thinks this just Yeah, he's like pretending He's testing he's like, her morals for yeah, sure. He's, trying he's to like, see did if, I raise a moral young woman? Do you or think Latnock knows that Jesse killed that guy in in the most epic way possible? And if so, was he trying to see if she would kill him? <laughs> I mean, that not not that was a Zizix thing, and Zizix like reported to Latnock or something, so they must know. No, know. Zizix, what are you talking about? Zizix exploded. Bef- that's how Jesse got out. Zizix oh, got right. firebombed by Tom Foss. It was really funny. He killed a lot of people when he did it. <laughs> uh, they could they could piece it together. I think so. Uh, I think so for sure. So Mark is trying to explain to Lori why he broke up with her. Is he going to but- tell her about Latnock? I don't know. Is is this going to be so much of a fuck you to Amanda that Lori knows about who is in Latnock and before Amanda even finds out about Kyle being clone? I mean, the funniest <laughs> part of this is that is that uh, Lori's just like, I'm I'm I've had enough of you, Mark. And she just gets up to leave without talking to Jesse first. <laughs> I'm going to leave. Well, it's not like Jesse. T- they like took a ride together. They just walked. Parkour. Parkour. I would argue if you're a teen, you should never leave your teenage friend talking to a creepy 35-year-old Brit. Speaking of creepy 35-year-old, speaking of teens and creeps, uh, Lori is walking down the scary, uh, the alleyway that she was assaulted by Jesse in. This is where yep. Jesse almost killed her. 
and Mark then, runs up behind her and, and is like, gotcha. He clogs her over the head. I hope you don't have any trauma related to this alleyway. <laughs> nice necklace, Lori Traeger. No! Oh, no! no! <laughs> but he kisses her and oh, is it ooh. good? Are we supposed to like it? I don't know. He's a... He- Every time I see Mark and Lori kiss, I just think to myself, Mark is in Latinock, and I smile to myself like the Joker. Mark is, once again, Mark is in Latinock, and that has absolutely nothing to do with anything. I'm sure that in season four, it we'll is, find out why that matters. It is Aww. incidental. So this is when Kyle is like, why are you so mad at me? What did I do? And then Declan's like, it's my ankle. The most yeah. important <laughs> plot thread on the show. The secret to the, the whole thing. I saw the number one foot guy the other day. I saw the number one foot guy, and he said I had very stinky toesies, and he loved it. (laughs) That's when, okay, so- You're cutting out, but I think I probably am okay with that right now. Yeah, well, the thing I said was really really bad. Um, This is when fucking Declan talks about how they were wrong about his ankle, and it was actually his foot bone, and he'd been walking on it and playing so basketball. So, Jordan, you're a doctor. You're a fully trained physician. I'm a fully trained doctor. As I recall. Mm-hmm. Um, what Declan says is that at some point he fractured his talus bone, which is one of the three bones in the ankle, mm-hmm. and they never noticed it. And I just want to know all the times that he's been going to doctors about his ankle problems... And they've been doing all these x-rays and surgeries. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Were they just like, all right, let me check these bones. Okay, the femur's okay. (sighs) Well, I'm not really a doctor, but I am a fan fan of the Elder Scrolls series. And uh, let me tell you, the talus bone. (laughs) Uh, No, I don't understand how they would miss this. Unless the talus is like a secret bone. (laughs) There's there's three bones and they checked one of them I guess and then gave up. You got a hundred percent the bit the body before you can even see the talus bone. It's fine. The world's number one foot guy told him that he's never. Oh, I wanted to say again. he's the world's number one foot guy. He works with the Seahawks and the. I'm looking, checking my notes. Sonics. Never heard of them. Never heard Is of that. It. That's the, that was not... the that was the Seattle basketball team that got so so cruelly traded to Oklahoma. Oh, very sad. I, was, I for for some reason I was not following that story when it happened. Uh, I wonder why. <laughs> he works with the Sounders and the Kraken and the Jeff Bezos Memorial Climate Pledge <laughs> baseball team. Oh God! Before we find out about Declan's ankle, we do get confirmation that he is indeed not a homosexual. <laughs> oh, oh thank god we've seen when many, did, when did gotten, he say that we've because got many com- uh, there, confirmations of that kyle is you know asking why he's upset and he's like you know is it about the girls or whatever declan says it's not about girls at all and josh says you're not uh and did he really fucking say, did that? He say yeah. that yeah yeah yep 100 i keyed in on it because um Oh my I was God, on the I edge of my sheet to find out, frankly. There was a lot there was a lot of of, of Declyle. Uh he loves Kyle. I don't know why. Yeah, Declyle implies so in- funny though, because that implies from Josh that Declan's like, no, the reason I'm upset is not related to women, and Josh is like, that 
doesn't compute. <laughs> well, like, for added context... Uh, There's no other reason to be upset. What happened in season one is that, like, Declan and Kyle became very close, and they were, like, going on all these secret missions together to help unlock the God, secret of Kyle's that. brain. After Declan found out, like, that there was something remarkable about him, Kyle went away to live with the Petersons, and it literally, like, fucking broke Declan's brain, like, so Ooh. bad that it damaged his mental health and his relationship. He missed Kyle so much that he broke up with Laurie. Literally, he broke up with Laurie because he missed <laughs> Kyle so much, and he could not cope with the fact that Kyle was gone, and, and, and... I'm just saying, DeClyle was... So, I hate to break it to Declan, because mm. he doesn't seem to understand this, but that's very gay, <laughs> for sure. It's something that Also, a lot of- at the time, he looked like he was 16, but then his actor aged 20 years, and that's why he looks like this now. <laughs> he got he did frost his tips in hopes that Kyle would he come back. He did frost his tips when he... Oh my god, he missed Kyle so much, his tips auto-frosted. <laughs> yeah, it's like when you're so scared that your hair turns white. It's like when you're so in love that your tips get... Fro- their, their tips frost themselves. Oh wow! Wow, that's that's next level. Um, So yeah, he's he's he can never play basketball again, which is fine because he can just make three pointers for him anywhere on the court. That's his superpower. So why does he even need to run? That's true. He can just be there. He can just be there. We learned that uh, uh, Stephen does not have a spare tire in his trunk, which very irresponsible. Did they super irresponsible? Did they open the little compartment because it just looked maybe they they looked in the trunk? (laughs) Maybe that would be very funny. (laughs) At the end of the episode, Josh Josh is like, "Dad, you don't have a spare tire." He's like, "Yeah, I do." Also, really interesting that there's no there's no resolution whatsoever to any of the things that Kyle and Declan and Josh got up to tonight with like their parents because the Traeger parents don't give a shit about what I gotta say. It's surprising that he wouldn't have a spare tire because you know that they're just taking all of Lori's. (laughs) (laughs) Dad, my car is on cinder blocks again. He's like, well, yeah, I had to go to Josh. We had to get those tires for our precious little baby boy's car, For some reason, we decided to get Josh the world's shittiest dumpster car that Tom Foss slept in for a year, and I don't know. (laughs) We don't know that. We We think that, but we don't know that. Josh is driving a rat-infested piano that Kyle found in an alleyway. One of the rats is ratatouilleing him to help him drive better. <laughs> you press the sustain pedal to go forward and the damper to go back. Uh, so they all sit down on the edge of the trunk and they be guys being They dudes. talk again about the, the girl with the buzz cut. What is wrong with this show? Oh yeah, just out of nowhere, Josh is like, you should have seen Declan with this bald <laughs> chick. Your, oh. your girlfriend had cancer! <laughs> it's fine, she yeah, never she lost kept her, all hair. her hair. She kept all her hair and she loved it. And she but she get... did wear wigs for fun for a couple episodes. She had the least <laughs> cancer that anyone has ever had. And I don't know if she ever actually had cancer. Um, She had TV cancer. Uh, Impound guy is here, back for blood. Oh he God. is literally like fucking freddy krueger at this point he swing a chain yeah. around he is gonna sh- menacingly. Oh he Lord. literally says you'll pay he's gonna start showing up in these kids dreams he's gonna show just, up in my dreams i'm gonna smash you kids in your nightmares what's his Tomorrow. end game here because Killing they the like children. broke down his thing he's gonna kill children and then like serve hard time yeah that's what i was literally thinking the same thing like like what i mean this is why i think that there's no law in seattle because latnox can can kidnap amanda 
and this guy can just kill three teenagers on the side of the road and be like, well, they were, they were gonna, they were gonna not pay for their car, so I killed them <laughs> in their nightmares, and I got away what? with it. <laughs> he took his swing after Kyle was like, we'll pay you for the impound and whatever it takes he to says, fix the fence. He says, I don't want your money, and then tries to, I want blood. he wants to kill them, and then... <laughs> Kyle catches the catches the chain and hisses like a snake, just like in the first episode, because he's God. I wish. And then he's like, he starts going. He's oh, first I he love says, the way that, I love the way are this you? Because, yeah, he tries to pull the chain out of Kyle's hands. He can't do it. He says, "What the hell? This are kid you? is inhuman." And Kyle is just standing still, holding the chain. Hissing. And impound man goes, "Whatever, I got something better he's in my car." <laughs> He's literally like calmly walking to his car to he's, presumably get a gun and shoot. He is Kyle. gonna kill these also, teams so good. When he doesn't react whatsoever. When he said what like what are you or who are you or whatever, I I'm Kyle XY. Check out thought, my belly button. Thought he was gonna say I'm Kyle XY because he's already said it now. He said it. That's the thing is you can never put the genie back in the bottle, uh, which is the saying. Um, uh, Kyle has now self-identified as Kyle XY. And it's his catchphrase yeah. now. It's his catchphrase. <laughs> He's said it almost as many times as Josh has said grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> he said it half. He has said it exactly 50% as many times. By the way, when did when would Josh have said grapefruit in this episode had they not cut it out? Uh, I think that it was when Kyle made eye contact with him at the rack, he would have said, now, just think about grapefruit, Kyle. Yeah. (laughs) Um, or it would have been when he was showing Kyle his magazine because he was too embarrassed to get a boner in front of his adopted brother. He he sees a girl with a shaved head and says, looks like I don't need grapefruit anymore. (laughs) God, he hates, he hates girls with short hair so much. What's wrong with him? Um, it was weird. It I don't know what really the fuck weird. that was. Um, so then the guy is about to get a gun to shoot these teenagers because he's Freddy Krueger. <laughs> and then Kyle just, like, lassos his feet with a chain. Don't think it works like that, but okay. And then we cut forward to them speeding off, and Declan is, like, whooping in the backseat. And the camera pans down to reveal that they have, like, chained him up. This guy's gonna die of exposure out here. I mean, he kind of has it coming. He was gonna kill three teenagers, but, like... And they, and they of course, stole a tire from his I mean, car. they couldn't call the police on him because the police don't exist. Good thing it's the same size tire, I guess. I guess so. Um, that was lucky. <laughs> Stephen apologizes. <laughs> Stephen goes up to his wife and he's like, God, I'm so hot and uh, and I'm Master Chief and you should want to be my... I just wish that this entire episode was the bar because I just don't care about this Stephen. Yeah, Nicole they're like talking about Lori and who gives a shit. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry for interrupting Jesse. Stephen, can you freestyle for a second, please? My name is Stephen and I'm Master Chief. I want to get high and smoke a spleef. That's all I got. Oh, a spleef. Yeah, that's... Well, he, he had to make it work. Because he did it one time, remember? Oh, he did. He did yeah, it one time. Smoke weed. Yeah. They, he he whoa. tells Nicole that Lori can see Mark. It's fine. And then Nicole says, "Well, hopefully it's not too." Oh, late it's not too late, folks. It's not too late. Because our main story Christ. tonight: sex. Let's have it. <laughs> yeah, they're in Jesse's old bedroom, and Lori says the coldest line I've ever I heard before Jessie's... she has sex with Mark. She says, huh, "I guess Jesse's good for something." <laughs> 
<laughs> Meanwhile, Jesse is sharpening her knife uh, next door, thinking about uh, thinking about her her fake sister Emily Hollandaise for some reason. That is so. That is such a mean thing to say. Do you think that maybe <laughs> if I was Mark in that moment, I'd be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa. hold on." Do you think that maybe? Uh, do you think that like they're having sex right next to the safe that used to hold the picture of Emily Hollandaise's daughter? Yes. Wait, that was a different. Why do I think that's the same apartment? What am I? Fu- it's fine. What don't the worry, fuck am I talking matter. about? It doesn't matter. Uh, hey, speaking of characters still being in uh, Cassidy, still being somewhere, uh, Cassidy's still at the rack talking to Jesse. Yeah, um, you know, we the the list of crimes is just building up, and, and they're getting less of and less important. Characters who are still at the rack. Amanda must have been working open to close. Oh, like yeah. Can you do that uh, as a teen? Absolutely. They love to make teens do whatever. I mean, the, the, yeah, yeah, teens in this wow. world can do just about anything. Josh was working doubles that. at the wreck. I love a libertarian paradise. I mean, the, the <laughs> guy who... Josh's manager literally stole 150 bucks out of the till and then was going to pin it on Josh, so... Yeah, I don't think the wreck that reminds a- me of when I was a manager. Wow, this is really a cool show. <laughs> I mean, when you're the only cafe in town, what are they going to do? Put you out of business? Then everyone yeah. would starve to death. Yeah, like... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so Jesse and Cassidy have, like, moved from an outdoor table to, like, a couch, and they're, like, sitting next to each other, which is really fucking The creepy. vibes of this scene are disgusting. Yeah, they're talking about, like, their mommy issues. Yeah, it's what so is weird. Going... He's like, he looks like we oh. both have mother-related trauma, but maybe I'll tell you that another time. Do you time. think we're ever- is that for season four? Are we gonna learn about, like, Michael Cassidy's mom- La- Mommy <laughs> Cassidy Latnock? Michael. Yeah, Cassidy Latnock or something. Is his mom Cassidy? Oh, shit. Whoa. Fuck. Whoa. She was British. That would explain the mother-related trauma. (laughs) The mother-related trauma and the British accent. You've got mother-related trauma. Tom Tom Foss Foss incinerated mine. (laughs) (laughs) It was so funny how Thatcher and Cyrus died because they were like, we finished checking up on the experiment. Let's walk around the corner. And then Foss (laughs) just put a bomb there. And the next time. I hope I don't get (laughs) firebombed. really did a good job i love foss amanda pissed me off here like not to not to blame her for this but the fact that they they are here like after close and she walks up to this 30 year old man who is like flirting with her 15 year old friend 16 well not not that matters (laughs) yeah and she's just like we're actually supposed to be closed right now can I get you anything else? Right. That's, that's, I mean, that's what JT told her to say. Don't fucking offer to I was gonna do say, more for him. When I worked at, when I worked at food service, if someone came in even 30 minutes before close, I simply wish for their own, wish for their <laughs> demise to come fast and fast and painfully. On, on multiple occasions, I would be locking the door and make eye contact with someone who and then, had their hand on the door. And then you would unlock oh. the door and say, how can I serve you today? Let's come in and let me, let me, no. <laughs> let me make you, make it real special. I would say, sorry, bye. Um, and then, well, Cassidy gives Amanda a big tip and, uh, and then I guess I'm assuming off screen JT takes it and puts it in his pocket. Yeah, probably. Um, uh, Jesse's like, oh, she's icy because I kissed her boyfriend. Uh, we always had a special connection. It's like we speak the same Hungarian, language. Hungarian, actually. Like, <laughs> and Cassidy's like, well, you know, Jesse, you're a very special young lady. I you're think Kyle, beautiful, unique. And I think you should tell Kyle how you feel. And then she says, how did I, I ever say? say his name was Kyle? And the music gets all ominous, and I'm scared, yeah, frankly. I fucking would be. Yeah. 
And then he's I mean, like, this I know is the guy who, about who you. put a bomb in Amanda's yeah. brainstem. <laughs> because he thought it would be because he thought it would be really cool. <laughs> I just I, he's like such a clown that I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about him though. I mean, I used to really I really liked him until he became like a pervert. But he's like, I know a lot about you, Jesse Hollandaise. It's time I explained. Yeah, mm. we're almost done though. We're so close. The, the guys return to Traeger U. Kyle is like staring at Amanda's window, and Declan's like, hey, "Oh, this just like this pissed me what? off so bad." No, remember earlier when you were when you said you were going to tell her everything? I just had an idea. No, 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 no. Josh is the one who suggested. Oh yeah, Josh. It's comes even up with worse because Josh is the one with the right idea of why didn't you just tell Amanda the truth in season two, episode eleven? Fucking all's well that ends well. Maticorp is gone. <laughs> Yeah, Josh is like, you could just, like, tell her what's going on, and Declan's like, oh, yeah, it's kind of like, no. But she'll hate and me, and then they're like, well, yeah, but she already broke up with you. Like, there's literally- Fucking finally, Josh and Declan are like, I mean, we know. <laughs> it makes me so mad that it took this long for anyone to have this conversation, because Kyle talked with Declan about what if she finds out, and Declan wasn't like, well, what if she finds out? It's not like she's in any danger. She will like it. She's a, she's a real freak. She loves how weird you are. Everybody loves Kyle. No one no one has ever found out about Kyle's secret and thought anything less of him. He's epic. Yeah, He's a and, superhero. And then Kyle says, you, you guys, I'm going to do it. I love you guys. And then and he monologues about yeah, male bonding. He daps him up and they love it and they're so happy. <laughs> and then he says, I, but he says him right. He says, I love you guys. And then they all look at the camera and they say, no, a homo. And then everyone claps and laughs oh, and they gosh. love it. Hey, did Declan ever did Declan ever say those words? Did, was that another thing that we just made? I'm up? like almost positive that someone used the phrase "no homo" in the uh, in the in the in the the, the alterna <laughs> dance episode. The episode oh, that was free to be you and me was the name of the episode. Oh my god, the one where they were gonna have a, a a dance to like in solidarity with the fact that gay students weren't allowed at their dance, and then all the straight couples went and were messy together. And they made it entirely about them. Yeah, and then there was two boys oh. dancing next to each other, and that's all we ever saw of them. Beautiful. I love that. Equality achieved that's, in, in two thousand. What a game changer. <laughs> that's representation, frankly, and I'm going well, to oh, come wait, out wait, wait, now. No, Griffin because, wouldn't wait, exist if it no, weren't for that No, because episode. also Lori and Hillary made out for a second to turn on their boyfriends. Equality <laughs> achieved. It's revenge. Equality <laughs> achieved. But now Wait. we now we finally get to see our special guy. Oh, he's so special. Um, he's here to deliver the big news. Boy, is he <sighs> the news that you thought that he should have texted to Kyle? <laughs> yes, I, <laughs> I do like the way that he does this. Where Kyle walks outside and his phone rings and he's like, "Hello, Tom," and Tom is standing right by. Dude, that's Tom's like, special Hello, move. Kyle. That's Tom's special move. Because there was that one time. <laughs> there was that one time where uh, where Nicole's like, "I'm calling the police," and Tom was just in their kitchen. I that won't be necessary. <laughs> He loves oh to just God. be where he needs to be at the precisely the right moment. Before Foss stepped out, I thought it was going to be Jesse. Oh my God! And then I, she, like, I thought it was going to be Amanda, like calling him to be like, "I hate you forever, Kyle." Just so you know, I already tell me anything. I, I Jesse and <laughs> Cassidy told me your secret as a tip, and I think it's disgusting, and I hate that you're a clone. No, no, you're right though. Jesse would have made a lot of sense that Kyle's like about to tell Amanda, and then she calls and she's like, "Kyle, I love you," yeah. and then he's like, oh, "Oh no, my feelings." No, okay, so uh, so Foss is has like, like this emotional bond. Uh, how could you uh, how could you ignore my c- calls Kyle? You know that when I call you I, that's what this, really matters. This is so funny though because Foss is like never ignore my calls. I don't call unless it's really What important. if I was and dangling Ky- from a rock wall Kyle? And Kyle's <laughs> like 
hey, I've I've like really needed you for support too, and you left and haven't responded to any of my calls. And Foss is like, eh, forget that whole thing. <laughs> anyway, here's my news. I love I love the way he tells this because it sounds like it sounds like he's trying to like soften the blow and the or like he's trying to hide it, but he he's like, look. Adam Balin is deteriorating. We've been moving. Actually, Adam died. <laughs> Adam is deteriorating. In, oh, no. no How fuck. much time does he have left? Oh, none. He died. <laughs> He's dead. In Adam is deteriorating. Need- Adam is not doing very well. Adam is dead. In case you need to feel worse about it, he wanted to see you. He had to tell you the secret of the forgot the ancient crystal before he died, but you Just were too so you busy. Know, his last words were, make sure you tell Kyle. He, he said, my one true wish is that Kyle stays straight edge for life. And look what you did, Kyle. You ruined it. <laughs> Adam said, I will see you in season four. And the viewers were the ones that put the bullet in his brain. I mean, I'll believe that Adam is dead when, when I, I see, see his him, body. like, physically taken apart. I will believe that Adam is dead when I see his soul depart from this earth and go to Christian heaven, and St. Peter is there and he says gaku at him. In the season two premiere, we watched Kyle scatter Adam's ashes, so this doesn't right! mean a whole lot That's to me, never Tom. Explained. Thank you. Yeah, Adam can what? put himself back together post-cremation. It's fine. Adam was cremated. Jesus. Adam was crushed. He reversed the polarity in his ashes. <laughs> you have 15 minutes to move your cube. That's the end of the episode. Uh, no, 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 no. Because you missed the most important line is because he says, uh, Did I? yeah, because he's like, Adam is not doing great. Adam is deteriorating. Adam is dead. And that changes <laughs> everything. And then the episode ends. <laughs> Literally, Foss and the viewers says, will need to tune in next week to find out how. <laughs> Literally. This changes everything. And that's- oh yeah, that's true. He he like has to justify. It. He's like, now Kyle, I know that you probably think that Adam's death doesn't matter. Like I know you probably think it's sad that Adam's <laughs> dead, but no, it's important, and I will tell you why in season four. Goodbye. <laughs> that's that's the episode. I hope that Foss is back for the next episode. He's all I have to look forward to. I hope that we get to see, I hope that Foss like moves into Traeger U and he's like wearing an apron and making breakfast for everyone. <laughs> I hope that, I hope that, Fo- <laughs> that, uh, that Nicole has to put Jesse in, in Lori's room so that Foss can sleep in his new big special bedroom. <laughs> Good news, Tom, we just painted the room for you. <laughs> they give Foss Kyle's garage. <laughs> Uh, we have a we have a tradition at the end of every episode that we award our star Traeger and our shit Traeger of the of the week. Should we give this honor I, to our guests? I don't remember if we've ever established how how we, uh, yes uh, it bring was guests in on that. It segment. was originally that we put our guests on the spot and make them pick both. That's what we did to Roy last time. <laughs> That's cool of us. Yeah, it's really cool of us. <laughs> would would uh, should we? What do we? What do we want to do? Live production meeting. Yeah, this seems like the time to do it. I'm glad we didn't discuss this ahead yeah, of time. Yeah, it seems uh, like really bad hosting. Uh, Aaron, do you want to award Star Traeger? Who's Jessica your favorite? Shit Traeger? Who's your favorite Traeger? I love this. Um, I would love to. I would love to hear the opinions of people watching this for the first time. I did. I did mark down who I thought might be Star and Shit Traeger. Oh fuck yeah! Oh wow, someone did their homework, <laughs> just making me look like an ass. <laughs> um, I think. Star Traeger, I would give to. I wrote down Josh, but I think I might have had a problem. <laughs> that sounds like a problem. He was right about. I think he, he did was say just it was really a... looking out for Kyle. He was keeping Kyle safe. He wasn't drinking, which was good for a boy his age. Uh, he was being he was being correct about Declan 
Um, it's hard to argue against is the thing. I and know, also, which... there weren't a lot of good people this <laughs> Hillary, week. No. Well, well, I mean, you know me. I'm a simple man. If I see Tom Foss, I give him Star Traeger. But, uh, but he didn't really do much this week except call Kyle and be disappointed at him. He tried to interrupt Kyle from saying, I'm Kyle XY. <laughs> That's true. Shit Traeger. Oh. <laughs> For even attempting such a feat. <laughs> if I start Traeger. I, I, think, I think I kind of agree with Josh. I think Josh yeah. might be the best one this week. Yeah, yeah. Having no other experience with the show, he seemed like a young man with his head firmly on his oh, shoulders. Oh, he's not, but you're but just this once. <laughs> <laughs> and shit, Traeger, who's your least favorite episode, or character, Jesse? Not the one like, on the of show. all of them, of or does it have them? to be a Traeger? No, 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 it's just what we call it, because it's like, it's a play it's on just, Star It's Baker. just a funny Great British Bake Off reference. Yeah. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Oh, I get it because it rhymes with Baker. Yeah, yeah I got it. Okay. It kind of um, rhymes with Baker. When they award kind shit of. Baker yeah. at the end of every episode. <laughs> I forgot that part of Great British Big Off for sure. They um, usually censor it out, yeah. but we, we have the tapes. <laughs> I would say shit would probably... I mean, I feel like the obvious choice for sure is, um, you know... Michael Cassidy for like hitting on an <laughs> underage girl that he knows God. was just birthed within the last year for sure. Very true. Um, however, I think just personality wise and someone who's not like probably intended to be a villain, um, I think Lori kind of sucked this episode. Lori was really bad and she was also really encouraging <laughs> Jesse it's- to go after the old man. Yeah, she's like, hey, I know that you like came out of your pod like a year and a half ago but like if there's a 35 year old man who wants to bone you should probably do it old yeah yeah i mean and then like to turn around and then be like wow jesse's good for literally nothing except for giving me a place to bone god that's i think it really speaks to how bad laurie was this week that we're not giving shit traeger to michael cassidy or the guy or the guy who's just gonna kill some teenagers teenagers for fun No, I'm I'm fully on impound lot guys. I think he's really funny. I think I wish he would have succeeded. He was working late. Yeah, who who among us hasn't been pulling a graveyard shift? Then got a bunch of punk ass teens walking up to you. You just want to hit them with a chain, frankly. And his dogs were her. His dogs were really agitated because one of them had a cabbage scented butt. Sam, and they hate that. Sam, you of all people should know how irritating it is to have two rambunctious dogs hanging around. If yeah. yeah, with your dog situation, don't you want to kill three teenagers the next time you see three of them? <laughs> say it on the pod here. Say it really close to the microphone, just so I can get. Oh it yeah, up. you want you want me to express on the podcast my intent to commit murder? <laughs> yes, please, just for me. Just it would be really funny. No, did you not see the environmental s- storytelling where um he had a funny like kind of kind of like sarcastic uh, motivational poster that said I would murder for a cup of coffee right now, and Kyle was holding a <laughs> cup of coffee. Oh, he that hadn't had his coffee yet. That's I just, so sad. Guy. Well, that's the thing. And honestly, it's such iconic behavior to have a gun in your truck and still go for a chain first for murder. <laughs> yeah, that's less lethal. He was yeah, being considerate. Like, <laughs> it's really, he's a friendly guy. You know, he just caught and him on a bad day for sure. Lest we forget, he started with the baseball bat. He was just going to give them a nice little pummel. <laughs> he was going to beat them so fucking hard. <laughs> well. Well. He was working late. I would give my, I would say Star Traeger is probably, yeah, probably Josh, which is really weird. And my own personal shit Traeger, I don't know why I'm getting to do both. I've, we never do that. Is we don't see whoever's running Wild Coyote or whatever it's called. But we <laughs> I know. I think the rule that they have to be in the Well, episode. we know Hooper was on the show at some point. <laughs> 
I I I was uh, assigned shit Traeger this episode, and I again, it really just goes to show how bad the characters were this week. That I was going to give it to Declan and not Cassidy mm-hmm. or Impound Man. <laughs> Impound Man was funny. He was just doing his job. Yeah, that's, honestly, he went above and beyond the and call I know of it's duty. Not, and I like, know it's not cool to use the Nuremberg defense for Impound Man, but I'm going to. <laughs> Name one thing he did wrong. He gave them a tire. He gave them a that's cool, so true. He gave them a cool chain. And what is a chain if not a cool cable? <laughs> he gave Kyle a chance to look epic. <laughs> he said, he said, this kid is inhuman. He offered to let them pet his dogs. <laughs> He did. His, he his, did. Uh, he did say the word Xbox, which is really funny. His work hero is the um, junkyard guy from the movie Stand by Me. Has anybody ever seen that movie? I haven't seen. I it. haven't seen it. I'm like 13 years old, unfortunately. <laughs> the guy who runs the junkyard has a dog, and he trains him that if anyone like sneaks into it, he says "sick balls." <laughs> so he oh. goes and he, he he he's like. These boys are climbing Sick balls, bro. <laughs> Just guys being dudes. He's like, these boys are call- climbing the fence. Moose, dial nine one one. The bad news is there was an IMDb goof. Oh no! This episode was less than perfect. Damn unfortunately, it. Uh, Kyle tears a hole in the fence, and then we see the fence is in perfect condition <laughs> after that. God damn. That's Maybe really science it back together. Like, leave them alone, IMDb, please. IMDb, get off their fucking backs. Yeah. <laughs> do, you know, do you know how hard it is to create a single episode of Kyle XY? Okay, have you even tried that? They only managed to make, like, 33 of them or whatever. 45 We like of them. to talk shit about the IMDb goofs, but it did point out two very good things, which is when Steven referred to Kyle as Matt... And when Nicole <laughs> took something out of the oven with her bare hands. Okay, wait, those are cool, actually. Those are cool, I, that's that just good. may have redeemed the but goof it, section, for sure. Did it not mention the time that you see Kyle and he has a belly button? Oh, uh, there were, like, five different entries about the time that Kyle's belly button was visible in a shot. Absolutely horrible. God, it was funny when Nicole grabs That's just her being cool. That's a super mom right there. <laughs> super mom. learned it from watching Kyle. Super mom, yeah, mind over matter. We learned this. Uh, that's the episode. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's it. That's it. Uh, you you can find us on Twitter at uh, Potting Bros. I, as always, forgot to ask for questions, but that's okay. I We've been going for... on purpose because I knew like, that this would yeah. run very, very long. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Posy Stress. Jordan is on Twitter at Bradipus Rex. Where can we find you, Aaron and Jesse? We have social media. We have a Twitter, an Instagram, a TikTok, and those are at your two gay friends. Yeah. Um, you can find me personally on Twitter at GoJesse2K20. Um, and their podcast, and- uh, since they didn't say the name of it, is... <laughs> oh, shit! That's what we actually should have talked about for sure. I'm so thirsty for the individual followers, I forgot we have a podcast. Damn it! Well, that's okay, because they, they know to check out <laughs> Secret Life of Two Gay American Teenagers. Listen listen to all 150 episodes of Jurgenit, and then check that out. It's very fun to yeah. listen to both, because you get to cross-reference all of the... It's like cross-referencing. It's like, oh my god. This show... It's true. You will be a Secret Life scholar by the yeah, time you like, finish both. That's exactly... Because, like, when I listen to... I will make you a Secret Life scholar. <laughs> when I listen to yeah. Two Gay American Teenagers, it's, like, refreshing my brain 
on all of the events I'm so of the sorry. show. And I now I feel like it's like reopening my my like my scars are reappearing like Wolverine. Like I feel like I'm just back there. I'm I'm 21. I'm having like regular panic attacks in my and I'm in college still. And I'm just watching Secret Life, and I hate my life. And I hate is my. It, sorry, is is this good? Is this this you, is what I'm telling you is that is you this can, a selling point? This is all of the things that you can get. <laughs> yes. So if you listen to our podcast, you will feel awful, and like all of your <laughs> scars are being reopened 100. percent I I That's kind say, of our I don't remember what episode it was, which means that our listeners will have to listen to every episode until they find it. Thank you for that. We thank uh, you. Your your stories about car related uh, difficulties. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, I was fucking losing it at those stories. There's a lot of like <sighs> between the two of us, a lot of college related trauma between our two podcasts. Really, yeah. though, I don't know if ours really. I guess ours did end up on the podcast because you were literally talking about it today on this one that we just did like like thirty. Minutes I remember ago. that. I mean, that's the United States of America. Baby. That's true. Uh, so we're really setting people up for success these days. I guess what I'm telling you is if you're, uh, if you're listening to this and you're 17, turn it off, but also don't go to college. Yes. But you didn't yeah. hear my... Every word you said cut out, but I, I think that I agree 100%. But you it was kind of fun because you could fill in the blanks of what you thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> if, don't, just, do... The moral of this story is, follow us on social media. <laughs> uh... We have a Discord server that you can join. We talk about words, deeds, and actions. And Weekly fanfic readings. Uh, it's normal. We get so mad that we cry and yell for like an hour, <laughs> two hours every Saturday at 3.30 Pacific. Uh, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash pottingbros. $1 gets you access to all of our bonus content. It also gets you a mildly special Discord role uh, marking you as a Beachwood Bison. No. Uh, we got fan fiction readings of secret life and kyle xy we got we read the entire secret diary of ashley jurgens that we mentioned earlier mm. uh, it's good and thank you thank you uh five dollars gets you a pretty special discord role marking you as a beachwood pirate <laughs> you are. Uh, it also gets you a shout out in the podcast and you can send us a message that we'll read in ben voice asmr optional i see that we have something i haven't read it yet but i'm very excited $10 gets you all that, plus an incredibly special Discord role marking you as an honorary Traeger, which lets you listen to the podcast live while we're recording it. Uh, my brain just shut down. Yeah, thank our 10 and $5 donors, and then we'll read the message, and then we'll get out of here. It's been a long day. Yeah, I'm not used to recording two podcasts in a day. It's, it's Val and Giga's <laughs> fault. Uh, so thank you to our 10 and $5 subscribers, Destryhawk, HK, Valerie W, Big Titty, Goth, Trad Wife. Oh, so glad that that's in the $5 tier now. Oh, boy. <laughs> I got I got the email that said, Big Titty, Goth, Trad Wife has edited their pledge from $1 to $5. Yes. Like, oh, thank God. Woo! Uh, <laughs> Colin Paget, Arnold, Dan, Big Challenges, Silva, Grass Dragon, Helga K, Jay Hauser, Stephanie Karen, and Tasty Sea Sponge. Thank you all thank very you. much. Thank you. Uh... It's your turn this to read is, the message. I think this is my yeah, turn because you you read the. Uh, I read the. I think you should leave yeah. uh, Bozo dubbed over one in Josh voice. God, uh, this is from Dan. Thanks, Dan. Uh, this is a request for me to read this in Kyle voice, uh, or Josh voice if I dare. I'm going to read it in Kyle voice. I haven't read it yet. My mother allowed me to drink cola. How cool is that? Now I can play Fortnite and drink cola. <gasps> Yippee! Do you know what this is? No. I'm googling it. Uh, I guess it's. I guess it's a YouTube video. Oh, okay. <laughs> My mother allowed me to drink Kohler. Kohler. I'm sure I'll like it when I see it. Yeah, I liked that hot uh, Dr. Pepper one. 
<laughs> that's the best video on YouTube. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a Please. review uh, or you're anti- if you if you if you virtue signal. Leave about. us a review if you're a friend of the Jewish people. <laughs> oh, I'll be right back. <laughs> uh, we're on. We're hosted on Noisepace.xyz, the home of all kinds of great podcasts, like uh, my other podcast, Zero to Zero, where we just finished Man of Steel, and we decided uh, just today that we're going to watch Suicide Yay. Squad next. So. Oh, wait, the Suicide Squad? No, or Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Suicide knowing, Squad. Knowing these chuckles, yes. chuckleheads. Thank you. I don't so watch much movies that people say are good. Yeah, I heard that well, that's, where's right. the fun in it? Yeah. Maybe one day you'll find uh, a find a DCU movie you like. Maybe one day you'll watch Shazam. I've heard that one's okay. Uh, you can listen. I'm excited to watch Shazam. I think I might think it's okay. Uh, you can also listen to podcasts like The Island Shuffle, where they watch Lost Out of Order. Nightmare and Era. I always like to shout that one out. What's uh? Isn't isn't uh? Fear baiting doing their Saw. Oh, it's Saw-tember. Saw-tember. That's good. I like that one. Yeah. <laughs> all all the good podcasts. Nightmare and Era. Twink's Awakening. What more could you want? Wait, what? What's that last one? It's a Twink's Awakening. It's, Zelda. it's a Zelda podcast. <laughs> okay, I'm adding that to the list. That sounds amazing. There you go. There you go. Another satisfied customer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now Stephanie owes us five bucks. Uh, that's that's all the shit. That's it. All right. That's it. Well, thank you very much for joining us. This is a this is a real trip. You uh, you joined us for quite an episode. <laughs> One of the most regular episodes of the show. <laughs> a real vertical I was, slice. So I was grateful, frankly, that it included a scene of Kyle explaining the entire plot of his background. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't believe that, that he you. did that. <laughs> I was like, thank you so much, Kyle XY. You are great. I like. I didn't need to write a Google Doc where I referred to Nicholas Laurie. He stands up and he goes, <laughs> previously on Kyle XY. <laughs> <laughs> And now I know what bars are like, so thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, filled with filled with children. All right. Well, what a what a what a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Yes. Thank you for joining. Thank us. you for coming thank on. What a pleasure to be thank, here. Thank you so much. And thank you all. I'm pointing at my wall. You love to why. you love to point while you do podcasts and wait. Thank you, wall. I say <laughs> thank for you, listening. wall. And as always, and like we say at the end of every episode, <laughs> Kyle X, bye. Kyle X, bye. Thank God, bye.